you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free charges, and third-party services. Not a yada, not a yada yada, not a yada, not a yada yada. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Texas, I miss those wide open skies. I miss my 20 acres, barbecues and pecan pies. Oh my, when I'm so far from you, Texas, all I can do is cry. Yo, lay, oh, yo, lay, oh, yo, lay, oh, lay. Lay. How beautiful. I want to go home. I want to go home. Yay. What a rendition. The beauty is that, do you even know what that is? Not at all. I have no idea. At first I thought she was doing, um, Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys, or All My Exes Live in Texas, but it wasn't either one of those. <laughs> What was it? Is this from a movie? There's so much beauty in what just happened. So the fact of the matter is that oh. is actually um, the classic country smash, uh, I Want to Go Home by Sandy Cheeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Spongebob. <laughs> but the fact that you immediately dove in as a country ass motherfucker and you were just <laughs> waiting to recognize it, it but then it never happened. It did not. I was like, it's going to come to me in a minute, boy. I know, I know Woo, it. No. That is great. <sighs> so that was for all of you girls who are working hard today. And your boss might come to you and ask you, stay a little bit longer. And you just got to say, wanna go. <laughs> <laughs> what a troll you are. <laughs> so welcome back, guys. I am uh, Natasha Leon. And I am Captain Marvell. I mean, you can be as mad as you want to, but at this point, you niggas gonna have to argue with the movie about it. This is the read. So I haven't seen the film yet. Um, I've had a very busy weekend traveling and submitting to my depression, so I (laughs) haven't got a time. (laughs) 
<laughs> Priorities. I was supposed to go after the film after we record today, but will that happen? No. no. So <laughs> won't. some other time. But I heard, you know, you uh get a moment to stand up in, in your mistakes because I, um, they're having Well, you can call them that all you want to, but the movie says otherwise. You'll you'll know it when you see it. Sure. Um, um Ooh, and I saw a Marvel movie before you did. Look oh at look at that. that. I'm feeling, you know, I didn't understand none of what was going on, but it's in origin story so nobody knew what was going on allegedly i guess (laughs) okay well so i guess she's been around but her name is not captain marvel the girl the brie the brienne girl she's not yeah larson there her she Mm -hmm. she's not captain well she name's carol danvers there you go okay so you do know who she is but almost every superhero has a real name oh right no iron man is tony Stark. yeah no i know i know and and thor is Theranus. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm Captain Marvel, nigga. And I'm Natasha Leon. Can I just first of all say, um, Russian Doll finished it maybe last week or so ago. Okay. Loved it. Um, and I would really love to be best friends with Natasha. I just, she's like. She's great. She's like this mix between like Tony Soprano <laughs> and like. Like she's a, an very old sexy. Jewish granny. It's weird how her how her sex appeal works. Every every woman thinks she's a lesbian. I really don't think she is. Like I don't I don't think in real life she is. But uh, everything about her has said know. yeah. Everything about her has said you know I top bitches. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, big strap energy. I, she's just fun. She is um, very talented. Welcome back to the show, guys. Another week here, episode 3,481. <laughs> yeah, go us. Um, black excellence this week. A couple of places to stop. Um, first of all, giving honor to uh, a name you might have heard on, on here before, uh, Missy Elliott. So, <laughs> of course. First female hip-hop artist to receive an honorary doctorate from Berklee College of Music. Wow. I know that that makes some of you girls feel away when famous, hardworking people get honorary degrees. <laughs> I don't, they're not going to come take your job. Yeah, like, no. It's an honorary degree, girl. It's, <laughs> it is an honor to receive one, and that is pretty much it. It's not like you can go out and get a job that requires, you know. A PhD level. I always be the bitches who don't even be in school too. Right, it's like you ain't even got nothing over here, mad at Missy, who just fucking deserves, bitch. And Berkeley is an incredible school. So when I saw this, I was like, of course she is. I mean, because duh, hard work, talent, yes, um, respect, yes, absolutely. It is. It's the thing. So Aretha Franklin's off in there as one of the artists with this degree. Duke Ellington, Dizzy Gillespie. (laughs) Okay, they don't give this to Robin. Any old damn body, okay, I mean, girl. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations to yes, Missy Elliott. Melissa. I also wanted to say, as um, I thought this was perfect timing because I don't know when Viacom starts planning things, but I'm on your ass about that uh, video <laughs> Vanguard Award yes, again this year. Y'all need to just stop playing the fucking games. I said last year that I brought it up. It was a little late into your moment. Who they give it to? J Lo. Yes. Last year. Yes. I believe they gave it to Jennifer Lopez. Probably great videos, yeah, beautiful chick right. or whatever. Yeah. Congratulations to her. 
Missy Elliott is still alive. <laughs> Here she is, waiting for y'all to give her the fucking respect yes. that she deserves. Yes. Music videos alone, for you to have a fucking award show called the Video Music Awards. Mm, for them to have a whole award for people who are vanguards in the area of music videos. And you choose Jennifer Lopez, who has, you know, great hits, sure. fun videos. Loads of videos. But not at all groundbreaking in any way. I love over, the Waiting for Tonight video. Over Melissa. It just... <laughs> You may just go to YouTube, hit Missy Elliott, pick a video. It doesn't make sense. Pick one, and pick any one of them. I anticipate MTV that y'all will correct this before the VMAs are announced this year. I'm just assuming. I'm simply that not they're playing with go you girls. Yeah, because there was a whole like campaign. There's no way MTV didn't notice that. So we'll see if you hoes get it right this time. Um, also, Black Excellence this week, I wanted to mention... Um, a, a writer, director, cinematographer by the name of Morgan Cooper and Cooper Films and Sunscreen Media. So I don't know if you saw this, but this guy basically created like a fan-made film trailer based on Fresh Prince. Oh, I did and see And it takes that. like the concept of what if mm-hmm. they made a Fresh Prince film today? Same sort of story. They cast this young man named Jerry Madis- Madison as Will's character. And... I mean, nice. I want to watch it. <laughs> like it, it's, it feels more like a, a serious tone. Like I feel like, yeah, it rings true. To, I don't know why my mind immediately went to what was the fuck in that movie did Nick Cannon do? Drumline. Drumline. <laughs> why? I don't know. Because <laughs> he was illiterate. <laughs> what does that have to know? <laughs> it's just that it's like it's more of a serious tone than like sitcommy and funny. You know, it yeah, like it was really goes down the more of the the route of him living in Philly and it really like shows him getting into this fight. It's just got a little more of a serious tone to it that would also have like Yeah you know, comedy in it. And I would love to see this, like, really done. Plus, this guy, like, you could go to his Instagram, instagram.com slash cooperfilms. He's, like, a really good cinematographer. Like, a lot of these shots, at least on his Instagram and, like, a couple of the other clips and stuff I watch, Mm -hmm. are shot really beautifully. And, like, the lighting and stuff is really nice. So I think he's probably somebody to just look out for in general. Yeah, hopefully this opens the door to, like, him doing some stuff that is released on a Maybe he'll do Captain Marvel, too. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Or Shuri's movie. Maybe he'll do the Shuri solo film. Okay, maybe so, because he is... I see what you're talking about now. I'm perusing mm-hmm. his Instagram, and this is very cute. It's very pretty. This is very nice. Ex- extremely talented, Mr. Cooper. I didn't know his name, but yes. Yeah, I have to um, do my little Googles. I, yeah, I love this. So you can go over to the YouTube, and you can either look up uh, Cooper Films. You can go to Sun Squared Media's YouTube page is where I saw the trailer. And it's called Bel Air. This is 2019 official trailers, all in 4K and stuff, streamed it on the TV and the like. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> good job, guys. I thought this was really great. The vision was dope, you know, and, and the trailer looked really nice. And I'd actually like to see this, you know, fully made. Yeah, even better if, if Will Smith can yeah. finance it. <laughs> yeah, jump right on in there. Throw yeah. it on the Facebook watch it or works. whatever. I don't know. It works. Um, speaking of, that full Aladdin trailer came in and I'm on tour now. Okay, good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you warmed up to it. Yeah, I love it. When it he did good. the post with the two genies at, oh, uh, for Robin heart. Williams, I know. I, I oh, was like, oh, okay. Well, fuck you, Will. Didn't nobody want to cry today? My heart. Yeah, that got me. So I'm ready. Oh, uh, speaking of, of black excellence and film and things like that. So I saw Us. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you for making it to that screening. I know you got invited. Didn't <laughs> did. see you there. Didn't make it. Didn't Unfortunately, got stranded in Brooklyn. And praise God, because I have heard that movie is fucking terrifying. Girl. <laughs> uh-uh. So, don't lie. Don't lie. <sighs> yeah, go on and talk about it. No spoilers, obviously. 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 I'm not going to spoil anything. Obviously. I don't even want to say too I'm not even going to say too much, because A, we have show to do. And B... I don't want to even almost spoil anything. What I will say is bang up job. Bang up job, Jordan. I had a great time. Um, So fun. Lupita. Madam. (laughs) You. First, like, obviously everybody's playing like dual roles because that's the whole thing and everything. So everyone has like this sharp contrast to this doppelganger or whatever. Mm, No, thank you. But even you can see in the trailer, you can see in the trailer what Lupita is giving you on both sides. But that villain, the tethered version of her, the way that she speaks, the way that she moves, the way that she expresses her face, this is some of the most fun I've had watching Lupita play anything. Mm. And as a person who likes scary movies to an extent, because some of y'all play way too much, but for the most part, I really love horror movies. I just thought that this was so great for her, great for black people in the genre. Everybody did so great. Winston Duke was hilarious and and his character is so fun. The kids are so great and and not annoying. The 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 girl who plays the daughter I'm, is someone who I feel like y'all should probably look out for too. I thought she did amazing in both roles, especially also as the villain. It was just mm. fun. It was just fun. You know, was it, it fun? was just so fun. No. Um <laughs> definitely scarier than Get Out, but I don't think that if uh, I don't what? think it's like <laughs> I don't think it's like impossible to get. I think that if you made it through Get Out, you will make it through through us. You'll just probably be frightened way more often. Okay, no, thank you then, because I barely made it through Get Out, and I was the violence. Terrified. <laughs> the violence. You watch Game of Thrones barely through my fingers. All right, so this is nothing. They be out there. <laughs> Game of Thrones is like a lesson in anatomy, practically. Because okay. right. they go through That's every true. organ yes, and they just, do. here's what a brain looks like on the they inside. They definitely do that. This is like, you know, let me tell you something. Jordan knows like layers and the thing I really like about Get Out and I loved about this movie as well is that like the leads into the scares and the way that like the creepiness is is put to work or executed is just layered and it's it's presented in really fun ways it's not just like oh it's super quiet boo like that's not what they do it's not a bunch of jump scares most of the time you know something scary is going to happen like I'm gonna stop talking but I would just say that it's not like girl it's not cheap Mm. it's not cheap in it's scariness it's very well thought out and it's it's very deliberate it's fun the acting is great the concept was really chilling okay like 
it was more scary to me when it was all done and I had to go home and I thought about it some more and I was like, bitch, what if this shit? I don't know. I don't need to be more scared at home. That was more like, <laughs> it sits with you. Oh, no. no it sits you. with you. Okay, I won't be seeing this. I loved it. You're going to have to watch it, No, sis. I don't. It's just so good. I have to buy so it. So Lupita's best work. I, I love Lupita. So great. Yeah, see, Winston she, is all fine. And, they scared me in the trailer, so I know they're going to scare me in the movie. Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's so good. It's it okay. was really fun. Also, another note, and I'm just, this is, I'm just gonna come out and fucking say it. Okay. Okay. All right. Separate of the film. I didn't know that Jordan um, was doing like this us first thing was black journalists. Oh, yeah. And influencers <laughs> and stuff like that who it came out to the theaters, only which black media. I totally appreciate him doing that. But then you got to consider niggas at horror movies. Oh, yeah. You can't go to see a horror movie with a bunch of niggas. Oh, my God. Where, girl, where is she going, girl? Put that down, sis. My God. Like... See, and I hate those people, and I also am those people. There's a time and a place for that. Acrimony? Sure. <laughs> like, Acrimony. But, bitch, like, as someone who has been, like, fiending for every piece of a detail since the poster mm-hmm. and then that trailer came out in December I was like a crack fiend yeah. waiting for this so I needed like I'm Silence. obviously going to go and watch it again as soon as it comes out <laughs> right but overall it didn't affect my experience too much but some mm-hmm. of the girls were just in there clearly there to have a good time whereas I was in there practically taking notes on everything I loved about <laughs> it well I'm not I'm not going. You have to go. <laughs> it's not if, that bad, girl. If I did go, I would go at the Magic Johnson so that niggas acting up would help me laugh yes. my way through it, it. It, Listen, that's true. <laughs> and it speaking, will take you a taste back from some of the, the, the experience, maybe. Or just take you a good stud. Speaking of going to the Magic Johnson. Yeah, I, how was that, Medea? I, I went to go see Medea's family <laughs> funeral. I saw. <laughs> I was in Miami and literally cackled at your tweet. <laughs> it is... So bad, is it? friend. It's bad. Like wow. I don't know what happened to Tyler Perry. I think he said, "You know what? This Medea bitch done made me rich, and therefore I don't give a fuck no more. I can just churn out whatever shit. The church groups are gonna go see it. The yeah. Amy's are gonna go see it. I don't give a damn. Especially with the the fact that it's the last one. Like that's selling, right? You know, I'm like, damn, it's the last Medea movie, and it's this fucking awful. The ending was terrible. Nowhere there was. As far as I could tell, there weren't any plot holes as big as how did Taraji end up on the boat? Like you know that's on Hulu now, right? <laughs> oh, is it? I saw it on there like yesterday, so I'm about to watch it. Oh, you it. gotta watch Thank it. Thank God for the free. You Amen. You gotta watch it. A few people said to me that they thought this was worse than Acrimony. I don't think it's worse than Acrimony, but I think it's right up there with it. Damn. It's really bad. Damn. It is. It's predictable. It's like Tyler has a template and he just changes in the names in a few different like details and that's it and you know he shoots them real fast yeah and I I can tell again that Tyler Perry is the only one at the table when this movie is he's tired conceptualized he's, he's tired he, he was ready to lay this bitch to rest but I'm like dog this was not it like I feel for yeah punch it up a little bit if Medea it's gonna be the fans. last one right? right I just really feel for those of us who have been watching since the stage play days cause I mean this but come was, on girl we, we yeah. should have we've seen it coming. hopefully you know Tyler takes a rest and, and comes back to producing movies when he's ready to hire some other or, people you know, to work on him wait a good eight years and find some other nigga who will reboot it and dress up as Medea and do it Lord. and put the money behind that you know yeah he probably wants to take it more Seriously, tits. yeah, he's tired of that that bodysuit and all that. He's tired of that wig. But I mean, then look at the ones with without Medea in it. I mean, they're kind of some of them are better and some of them are worse. Like the family that prays, 
Niggas love wait, wait, that. Wait, wait, was that the one with Idris Elba and the kids? That was the one with Kathy Bates. Oh yeah, that one wasn't bad. Idris, the one that was three daddy's three daughters. Daddy's three little, little girl. There you go. That I liked that one. Okay. From what I remember, but I only saw it one time. There was one with Taraji. Is that is it that one or is no? It, Taraji was in I can, I can do, do bad bad all by myself. myself. I think Gabriel Union was in the one with uh, Idris. Okay. All right. See, he hires everybody, which I love about yeah, him. Yeah, you can't be mad at that. But Medea's family funeral just fucking terrible yeah, didn't just make it out there. Real, I mean like not even just bad but like utterly unbelievable with some of these details like you expect me to believe sorry if I'm spoiling this movie for you I don't care I don't care you expect me to believe that this lifelong family friend is sleeping with like her friend's daddy and he died while they were fucking and he just so happened to be next door to like that man's son who was sleeping with his brother's fiance wait doesn't Tyler Perry do the haves and the have nots yes he does yeah I I think he just leans into the soapy it doesn't have to make sense because niggas will pay to watch it anyway yeah, well kind of yeah that was me I paid to watch it and yeah. I do regret it but I thought since it was Medea's final movie that Tyler was gonna put some into it I he did, did he did not so yeah that's why I wanted to see the play because I thought at least if the details of the play are whack I know mm-hmm. he's gonna have Tamla Mann and Co up there singing yes and at least I can enjoy you know the but gospel of yeah, their gift it ain't but. even no good gospel <laughs> nothing and even with all the cameos from people that I vaguely recognize from Instagram it still was not good mm. like Joanne the Scammer's in it that girl who does uh, the Charlene videos. Yeah. She's in it. So, but mm, no, it's just bad. <laughs> so. Oh, well. Captain Marvel was way better. <laughs> I bet. And they said Marvel over and over. I to bet re- they did. And they even got into an argument about whether it was Marvel or Marvel. I'm sure. So, <laughs> pin a rose on I your nose. I bet you feel seen. <laughs> I do. I know you didn't just make a full house right Oh, I did. <laughs> so, let's... Uh, <laughs> Hey, Becky is getting the fuck out of here, dog. Sis, what? You know what? Let's, okay. We'll get there. Hey, y'all. We all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last Airbender charms. So those are going to be the first ones that I stick on the front of these shoes. And there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here. So this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole. Here we go. Be sure to head to Crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some Crocs. Or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some gibbets. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Check you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people, can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great. 
and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, maybe. So if you have it on your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. So um, today on our, our our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, Enema of the State. Um, oh, no. Lots to discuss. You're on punishment. Uh, so... About two, three days deep on the Millennium Tour, and Razbeat had already quit and rejoined it in about 12 hours. Wait, he rejoined? Yeah, I mean, well, he um, put something back up on the Instagram saying that he was happy to, you know, be on the tour or whatever and, and give the fans whatever they were looking for. I guess he spoke <laughs> to Omarion or whatnot, but... I would definitely say, bitch, now, I, I believe we said on here, I believe we said on here, <laughs> okay. get that ticket insurance, bitch, mm-hmm. for any and all of these 90s, early 2000s That's right. uh, group band revival tours, because mm-hmm. the bitches often hate each other, and you just never know who's going to get punched. It's true. And then, there's no show. Yeah. Um, Have more you just- already seen it? The show? No, actually, I didn't even realize that it was the exact same weekend as my grandmother's oh, birthday, so okay. I didn't get so to go. so you missed it. All right. Because yeah, no. I saw Dustin <laughs> post We were supposed picture. to go together, yeah. And he looked so... He looked exactly like B2K's fans looked at the mm. height of their popularity. And I have a feeling most of you niggas dressed up. Yeah, that was... Like it was 2003. That was kind of the <laughs> whole driving point of had sales. Had a good time. So what happened with Rasby? So, um... This is actually kind of fucked up, but he said that um, he was pulling back from the tour. He was officially no longer going to be a part because he said he feels like Chris Stokes is around and he doesn't feel safe. Now, rewind back to however many Yikes. years ago you might remember there was this incident of Rasby accusing Chris Stokes of sexual abuse mm-hmm. and all of his other scandalous and shady goings-on that he was involved with um, with their group and other members of the label and stuff like that. And then there was that very creepy uh, video where he was, like, standing in the middle of the street and he, like, looking at the camera and is taking back everything that he said, but it felt very much like he was... Oh, like wow. threatened to do you not remember this no i don't think well it was a long time ago it right? was a while ago like okay. years and years and years ago yeah. but he after like making all these accusations and then being all over blogs and stuff like that then there was this video that came up with him taking back everything that he said but most people felt like he was like threatened into doing it mm-hmm. or whatever because it just felt wrong Damn. next thing you know this nigga was in china and most people haven't heard from him except until now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yikes! He uploaded this video and said that he felt he didn't feel safe. He felt like Chris Stokes was around and he was off the tour. And then, like earlier this morning, I saw another message from him that seemed like he was saying he was back on the tour again. So if you haven't seen the show yet, girl, I don't <laughs> even really know what to what you might expect Man. or what you're in for. Is Chris Stokes around though? Cause that's a that's good reason thing, to, I don't, that's a great reason to not show up. Fantastic goddamn it reason is, to not show up. Yeah. That nigga's sketchy. 
I know that when the tour was announced and like the promotions or whatever for it started up, he started to, you know, have to come back to face face to face with those same, you know, accusations mm-hmm. and stuff, mostly fans bringing it back up right. and stuff like that. And he was like on a complete mission, like responding to Dan or everybody and saying that it's all lies and wasn't true, et cetera. But in almost every tweet or message that he put out there denying the accusations, he would also say, be happy they're back, go get your tickets. On like every single message that he responds. Mm. Which led me to believe that he must be involved in this because A, they were your your artists. Right. And B, why would you be so heavily, you know, trying to get people to go and buy tickets to this if you're not getting if you're not benefiting from it in any way? Especially since from my understanding, these niggas don't really fuck with you. But why would everybody I don't understand why the other three in the group would want to work with Chris Stokes after what happened. Like, why is Chris Stokes even being invited back in the vicinity of anybody involved? QTNA, child. Okay. I have no clue, but... Well, hopefully he is gone or out of it or not making any money off of it. I don't want Rasby to have to, you know, cut his money off behind this, but I definitely understand why you would. Or even be around somebody that may have been abusive to him in whatever form. Like, Like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? This nigga out here trying to get his little coin and and perform. I'm a Assuming, working under the assumption that he does still enjoy performing and yeah. all of that stuff. So nobody wants to have to deal with that. And Chris Stokes always rubbed me the wrong way. Like, accusations yeah. aside, he just always seems skeevy and weird. But yeah. so. that's the thing, girls. Just look out for it. I don't know. Keep, keep, keep your eye on Instagram whenever it starts to work again, bitch. I don't know. Like, the bitches, as of today, the girls are losing it because Facebook ain't working, apparently. Instagram is down and the girls yeah. are just losing it. Oh, my goodness. What do I do? <laughs> do I breathe? Do I actually speak to a person in real yes. life? Like, you, you, I'm losing it. What happens? you could just log happens? off. Go read a book. I'm like, where am I? Is this the Twilight Zone? Um... You are best. Did you watch the uh, the Grammy Aretha Queen of Soul Holy celebration? God, man, what the fuck? Oh, wow. Let me tell you something about that bullshit. Oh, no. It actually it had good moments, but overall, yeah. I was like, this is not staying on my DVR. Oh, it's just not. Fantasia, first of all, bitch, Fantasia don't need no fucking backup. She yeah, I really no, would have liked a, a solo. She don't need no co-singers. Yeah. She don't. It don't. It ain't nan white bitch, especially that ever need to come join Fantasia on stage, especially in no tribute to Aretha Franklin. They, I, I don't know why Fantasia was not on why stage. Why is Alessia Cara here? I don't, know. I don't understand. And then the song choices for some of these people is yeah. just like, what are y'all doing? Because here was the thing. Like, I feel like some of them they weren't even like bad tributes, but I would have either chosen. A different like song for them or whatever because like I really like her but I wasn't like crazy about her tribute and I feel like some of them were like they were trying to sort of take Aretha's songs and tailor it more to that like a particular artist's Mm. vibe so they didn't even really sound like (laughs) Aretha-ish you know but Even all Celine in all, Dion when I was like y'all y'all gave Celine this I don't even remember which one it was but I remember being just you know, moderately disgusted. Like, I'm cutting this off. I've seen worse tributes. I have, but, you know, at this point, I can't think, what is it? I mean, on the good side, uh, they did invite some people, you know, that they needed to invite. And like, should have, yes. Yolanda Adams was there, as she should have been. Yes. Um, They also invited a whole host of whites that nobody cares about except in the context of the Grammy. So it's just like, 
is this a tribute to Aretha Franklin or is this a chance for like y'all's favorite artists to come on stage and and be a part of something else, you know? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a whole back behind the scenes business aspect of it of, you know, mm-hmm. let's get this artist to perform for the look. I mean, I don't know, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's a thing because, you know, look at some of the recent questionable tributes that we've mm-hmm. endured. But yeah, all in all, I mean, I was just like, okay, girl. Like I would almost <laughs> love to hear what Aretha thinks. Yes, I would have. If I could pay money to hear Aretha Franklin critique her tributes, all of them, every tribute performance that has been done in her name since she passed, because I know that shit's funny. I know she like... 87.8% 87.8% of y'all need to never speak my name again, nor pick up a microphone. <laughs> and that's the that on that. What do you think? I haven't probably turned to God and be like, so... You see this shit, right? If I'm if I'm honest about how I feel, I, do I, I get to stay, right? <laughs> if, if I say how I truly feel, I don't know. I mean... Okay, so I didn't care for it. unpopular opinion. No, I'm joking. Oh God, please, Ooh, please, no more. The girls and every every their opinions been aren't one. even unpopular. They're not even unpopular. It's shit that every fucking body else says. <laughs> God damn. I saw one that said like it was like unpopular opinion and it was gym edition or whatever, and the person said, um people shouldn't record others in the gym without their permission or something like that. And I was like, nigga, that's an unpopular opinion. That's like the like, law. What you mean? <laughs> you feel like... <laughs> you're not... Of course you're not supposed to record nobody in like, the what gym. what are y'all talking about? <laughs> right. What is this? There's nothing unpopular about that. It's just something you wanted to say. No, I really just want to say that, um, you know what, Jennifer Hudson... Um, oh, yes. You are here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And yes, you loud. <laughs> yes, you loud. But you are also incredibly gifted. And so I think that we have to begin to dance around the loud meme of it all. Okay. And start giving Jennifer Hudson her respect as a person who sings. I mean, yeah, because she's not the only one who is loud. A lot oh, of people no. with big voices are loud, but Jennifer had that commercial where she was howling at us over and over. And it over. was just so funny, and I love it so much. And it's one of my favorite things about Jennifer Hudson lore. She was actually a little bit off um, on her solo. Oh, God, why can't I remember? I... I put most of this show right out of my head but i remember thinking that note ain't quite where it's supposed to be you sound just a touch flat here sis mm. but there's I'm loud vocalist, and and, so. and just loud and you think that loud means good and then there's like loud with purpose yeah you know and she normally is loud with a purpose right right and so yes that commercial was hilarious and <laughs> i'm gonna treasure it forever but thank you jennifer hudson for showing up because you are among the people in my opinion who should be involved with the aretha franklin tribute yeah i agree you know whether or not you stayed on all of the notes is a totally different conversation but and I, mean, I definitely think you deserve to be there especially especially over a lot of other people who were, like alessia Kara. i still can't understand first of all i ain't even heard nothing from that little girl since she won best new artist not even this year but last year i haven't even heard anything else from her Aside from that anti-social ass, I'm ready to go home. I know that song. song. I know that she did that song on the Moana soundtrack. Oh, wait. Not How Far You'll Go? Yeah. That's her? I mean, not the the one in the movie, but she sang, you know how they do the pop version that airs in the credits? Oh, okay. She sang that version. (laughs) I only listen to the movie when that's my I mean, that's the better one. (laughs) Right, that girl sings. 
orchestra. Orchestral. Yep. <laughs> Orchestra-like. It's, it's all, you know, Lin-Manuel-esque. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace to Aretha and to everybody who got dragged over that Ooh, tribute, I guess. I mean, sure. I didn't think it was terrible, but, you know. I mean, not terrible, but... I was like, I, the good performances, I can just watch on YouTube. This does not have to stay on my DVR like her funeral. I mean, I heard me sing, so. Yeah. Um, baby fat back. Hashtag baby fat back. Baby it's fun fat because, back. like, fat back. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. How is there no so rapper called, like, black. <laughs> right. little baby fat back? <laughs> How is there no baby fat back rapper? Little fat back. <laughs> Yeah, my mama said, you know, she said when I came out, I look like I just want a little greens with, some, with a little bit of fat back. I really don't know how that's not a rap name. Yet. Yeah, no, it should be. You niggas get on that. Uh, Kamora Lee uh, has purchased Baby Fat from God Knows Where. She said they had to hunt to find it, but she's. <laughs> Wasn't it her brand? Yeah, but I guess she sold it after <laughs> Fat Farm and divorce or whatever the fuck else yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, but she recently purchased it and is planning to relaunch it apparently later this year. It's fresh like 20 years after its creation. Oh my um, God. So that's something for you girls to look out for. You Millennium Tour girls. This is, it, it's it's your moment. <laughs> it's the early 2000s moment. B2K is performing with Mario. Bobby Valentino's got his shirt off. Baby fat bag. <laughs> Drake is throwing 2000s parties. So She needs some baby fat bag merch. <laughs> I love it. I want it. I really want baby space fat bag. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly like, like that. Fat bag is one word. Yeah, it's just all together. <laughs> and spell fat F-A-T, not P-H-A-T. I want it to look like fat bag. <laughs> No, she's not going to. But I wish she would. I remember really liking baby fat uh, jeans because they were shaped for girls who had a small pre-apple bottom. Yes, yeah, exactly. Same with House of Darion. I was Mm -hmm. like, y'all made jeans for girls who are not built like an ironing board. I appreciate (laughs) this. Praise God. I mean, because the jean, the jean struggle can be. So real. Yeah, and the youth don't know this, but we used to just constantly have gaps in the backs of our jeans. Yeah. Just all the time. Y'all don't get it now because jeggings and leggings and form fit. I still Everything do. is every damn way. Because but, we don't have jeans. Oh, they don't make men's jeans. That's why That's why the gays were so shape. upset with that initial <laughs> Fashion Nova <laughs> men reveal. We were like, where the fuck are our goddamn uh, apple bottoms? <laughs> Uh, right over there on the lady side, you niggas can buy the women's jeans. Sure, listen, <laughs> I don't see why not. I'm I'm interested to see um, modern day baby fat because mm-hmm. it definitely y'all were wearing them jeans, y'all were wearing them them velour suits. Yep, with that big old gold cat on it, that embroidered on the kitty. ass. <laughs> Oh no! Never I mind. knew. I knew what you were <laughs> right, and I just. I, I wish. Literally knew. Where I wish I could say. unthink it just that fast. Um. So yeah, I'm interested in seeing Ming and Aoki um, modeling for modern day because you know they was dressed to the fucking ten <laughs> okay. in the back of Double XL and the Source yes. and shit and Vine in the finest of in crushed the velvet. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> bitch top of the line velour this is also a weird um full circle moment for me in a strange way this is such a dumb story but like when i was in high school and we were doing um like the morning 
broadcasting announcements mm-hmm. and shit. And I remember I asked my teacher, Miss Fox, if I could do entertainment news because I didn't give a fuck about the school or its news. And she let me. And oh, then no. <laughs> it was like it was like pre Kid Fury. It was like, you know, like when Spider-Man didn't have the good suit and so he just used like a hoodie and like a red ski mask. And it was like before his like, mm. you know, good lore okay or like interesting stuff i don't i don't it was like the precursor to all of my current fuckers oh i got you like before your youtube Um, and all that you were working spider verse like before before uh miles had like a real suit and he's Mm -hmm. wearing that raggedy one oh yeah because every damn body can just go get a spider and make something got you i understand um and so one of the first stories i talked about on there was that the camoralee's cat died the dot the cat that i guess was inspired the cat that inspired the logo oh okay was like based on her actual cat gotcha so I talked about oh like the baby fat cat died or whatever slow news day (laughs) and (laughs) this is like it was the first moment that I felt like the effect of like me saying something because later that day when I was in the hall going to class somebody ran up to me and was like oh my god did you say that Kamora Lee died is baby fat gone baby fat baby fat is gone and I was like what no like no. You no, the cat died. The baby fat cat died. And she got so mad. We don't make a fuck about the damn cat. <laughs> she got so mad at me. And I was like, okay. I, like, in hindsight, that wasn't really interesting, I guess. I bet she still remembers that story and will tell anybody who listens. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Back at high school. <laughs> she chased Kid Fury down the hallway. <laughs> Kamarly died. Like, bitch, no. And she like, came running to you like you was the source on all things. She saw me in the hallway and asked me, did Kamarly really die? And I was like, bitch, no, oh, that's man. not what the fuck I said. The fame came early, I see, for you. Kamarly, uh, Kamara, I'm done with that. Sierra says that um, uh, uh, abstaining from premarital sex with Russell Simmons. Okay. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that ain't him at all. It was right because we just left Kamara. Yeah, I get it. I see how it happened. It's just, uh, fuck. It's words. Right. <laughs> Keeping her coochie away from Russell Wilson before being married, she says, took a lot of prayer. It was very hard. <laughs> um, she was. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I guess she's on the cover of In Styles April issue. She said, I really believe that when you focus on a friendship, you have the opportunity to build a strong foundation for a relationship. Once you know you're really great friends and you're what we call equally yoked. They're so saved. Where you share the same values and the same outlook on life, it kind of sets the tone. You shouldn't feel like you have to give your body away to get someone to like you. To that I say, Sierra, it's not that I want them to like me. It's that I want to to give my body away to them. Grown folks like having sex. I just like (laughs) having sex with someone I like and I'm attracted to. It's just really sad that people <laughs> struggle so much with relationships that they just that they are just like, how do I get to find out whether I like you for real before we spend time together, <laughs> like or before Keep we commit? All of my lower moistures <laughs> away like, from you. Can y'all really not make sound decisions about who somebody is when you start fucking them? Because I feel like people say this a lot, like, oh, you know, in order to get really close and strengthen our bond, we just decided to not have sex. It's like. Was all that necessary? Could y'all really not tell whether you like this person in the middle of, like, fucking as well? I respect it. I just think that it's, you know, I am I mean, you telling us that it was incredibly difficult doesn't 
I mean, sure it was, right. You look good. He looks good. Y'all are together and things like that. And that was a decision that you decided to make. I actually respect it a lot. I just find the idea of like, you shouldn't (laughs) have to give your body away to get someone to like you. Like, I don't think that most people are simply, I I like because there are people who probably fit in that mold Mm -hmm. or in that mold and could use that, you know, statement. But I think most people are fucking generally because they like fucking and they're probably attracted to the person that they're fucking. But yes, like (sighs) if... If I were Sierra mm-hmm. and I began dating Bow Wow, future, allegedly 50 Cent, right. and, you know, Russell Wilson, kind of feel like, you know, Some just in the, in, in the first, <laughs> you know, initial stages of dating, I would get an idea that there's a little less fuck boy dripping off mm-hmm. of a Russell Wilson. Right. Not to say that you need to give the coochie away. I'm sure at that point, you know, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep this clit to myself I just until don't... it's official. But I feel like Russell Wilson gives me less I'll give you some pussy and regret it afterwards than yeah. you, you wasn't hard to miss. <laughs> Like, bitch, you still, nobody will ever acknowledge what a fucking diss that was. That was so stupid. Um, I just don't, I mean, I guess I I, I don't really respect it or not respect it. I don't really care. I don't know why we're being offered this peek into their personal lives. Because it's not like you can move the same way Sierra moved and that means you're going to find yourself a Russell Wilson. Right. That sort of man is already rare. And that's without even putting in the money part of it. Like that a man who is at least from the outside looking in going to behave the way Russell Wilson behaves. You a lot more likely to find a future. Kindness. Right. (laughs) Empathy. Treating your son like his own. Respect. Being just fully devoted to you and head over heels, just like obsessed and adoring you and like constantly telling the world how fantastic you are not likely from any man eating and then the when, box and then when you look at niggas like in your actual network like the people you actually yeah, have uh, your environment yeah yeah sierra can go and meet a russell wilson right she because has the, sierra has access yeah. to millionaires y'all yeah. do not we not because i am in that number do not have access to millionaires so a lot of us you know just be at the chicken place and yeah. then niggas say what's up and you kind of think well shit and you be like well damn what is it because i ain't got really anything I'm else going you know waiting on my lemon pepper waist for a heart. What's right. Up? What you doing? That's what a bitch like me got to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where like, y'all going after this? Okay, we move from there. You know, maybe the have, club. We don't have access to, to rich niggas <laughs> right. who are also going to treat us. We're fishing right. in different ponds. Right. You know? <laughs> Sierra can scuba dive. So yes. for many of us, we fucking because we like fucking and we don't know how long we're going to tolerate this That's bitch right. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fishing in different ponds with different bait. All oh, listen. Different poles, bitch. Listen, <laughs> Everything. Sierra got into her two piece with a long spear and just dove see, in head first. See. And came out with a, a huge bass. And I I'm mean, happy for it, her. Great for Sierra. I hope I just, the sex is good. I don't. I mean. That's the least. I, I would hope so too, since they are. Do they. I mean, it can't be a religious thing. She already had a whole ass baby and he left his white wife for her. So like how I mean they're both saved. How but I mean how but how rooted It doesn't in, strike me as a, a religious religion thing as much be? of a, as much as a spiritual thing. Like it, I, I, I guess. the equally yoked thing definitely screams That's saved Bible, to me. Right. But <laughs> it could I could easily see it being very much of a spiritual thing of like let's just like how some super 
<laughs> super what heathens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll take moments where they're just like, just want to be celibate for a little bit. Yeah, like a I weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Might, yeah. Might take like a few days periods, off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> might be Friday to Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. But you know, some yeah. people sometimes just want to just do things a little bit differently and see how it pays off. And for her, it seems like it's paid off with a, a decent nigga with a job who's on the cover of uh, on the front of the Wheaties box. Okay, saw him in the grocery yesterday. Mm-hmm. And loves her her baby, and they have a new beautiful one together. I just don't think abstaining from sex is, will guarantee you those things. No, damn sure won't. So I don't really understand, again, why this is being, you know, Speaking vocalized her. to us. But, you know, they seem happy. And anytime a black woman is being celebrated and loved out loud in public, I am all for it. So whatever works for y'all niggas, y'all go do that. I just hope that he lifts her up. Like oh, I know he does. Hug. I know he does. He better. I know he does. Ooh, Swing wee. around her head just like a. <laughs> okay, no. Not grab a no, fucking Carolina. ponytail. <laughs> I just hope it's going down. I'm about to um, your ass, girl. So, uh, Nicki Minaj's touring hasn't been sounding great. Um, the reviews are in. <laughs> Did you see her rolling all the way over the term stairs? <laughs> Nicholas, what's going on? So a lot of dates have been canceled um, recently. She's overseas, and uh, most of the excuse has been uh, technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. You know, she said that at least more than one place I know of at, at this point didn't have, like, adequate power and things like that yeah. for whatever happens on um, her queen tour stage. Yeah, talking about the venues weren't equipped for, you know, all the incredible shadangs and shabazzles more than one venue has come forward so far and said look girl we've had prince the beatles (laughs) we don't we don't know what you mean (laughs) diana ross and the supremes (laughs) came up in this bitch honey bts was just here three weeks ago girl we don't little mix is coming frozen on ice (laughs) (laughs) oh bitch frozen 2 is coming The, the girl's like, sis, she didn't want to perform yeah. because the t- the because seats. the she felt like she didn't sell Lots enough tickets, right? And she's not the only person who has made excuses like that have nothing to do with the fact that sales are low. That's not you know a mm-hmm. fun thing to say. Um, I mean, it's not all. It's not fun to be on stage in front of an audience that is like half empty either. I'm sure that's not like great for morale, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's probably demoralizing, especially at this point in your career. But those fans still came to see a show, girl, and I'm sure they don't care about who all ain't there. There was booing and Cardi B chanting at oh, that show yeah, in I France. Saw that. I said the French are fucking ruthless. Ooh, the French pet. are rude. Okay, Cardi, I can't even Cardi do it. Cardi B, there you go. You do it so good. <laughs> I was, I was like, not them chanting Cardi B with this heavy French accent. Oh, yeah. I said, y'all niggas are rude, can't. boy. So your disrespectful. Own your own niggas. Your own fans at your show, dog. I mean, you fuck. You trust nobody. I fell for it, actually. I want to read a review from The Guardian. Okay. Who, I guess she had actually went through a show at the O2 Arena because they must have had the proper power. <laughs> you know, um, they had plugs. So, somewhere for the the Guardian here, it says, um, you you wonder how it came to this. Fuck. (laughs) Why? How a razor-tongued talent, once among rap's most revered names, able to straddle gleaming pop on smashes such as Starships and (laughs) Snarling Trap on tracks such as Only, the ones he chose to name, stooped to offering... 
two for one tickets to her first London show in years due to slow sales. Tonight's disjointed drag of a performance suggests it's not all down to the bad PR of her beef with Cardi, U.S. rap's nude national treasure. (laughs) Okay. Wow. (laughs) They hate her. (laughs) (laughs) Nude national treasure. My God. Like, okay. After a, a, a whole bunch. <laughs> After a blistering first 15 minutes that peaks with fiery female masturbation anthem, Feeling Myself. What? Feeling Myself was not about masturbation. In the slightest. Like, it really, I'm looking back like, was it? I'm just, no. But no, it was about celebrating the fact that you a bad bitch. Full, it, through like, and through. I'm that bitch. So, like, we have to question your perspective. Maybe Nikki remixed it and had visuals that were, like, feeling myself, you know? Like, maybe, oh, I'm God, trying to understand where this writer. I think this bitch is just wrong. I'm trying. <laughs> Things start to sag as her neon pink chameleonic hip pop gives way to lengthy sections devoted to ballads like Grand Piano. (laughs) Can you imagine lengthy sections devoted to ballads like Grand Piano? No, because Grand Piano is, first of all, fucking awful. In every sense. (laughs) Nicholas is a rapper. We came to hear rap. (laughs) We came... I mean... I just can't even fathom that even the most diehard of the European barbs are like, bitch, if she don't do grand piano, I'm rioting. I'm setting some fucking fires and I'm turning shit over. Like, that song is awful. I don't think they care. (sighs) Mimed from behind a veil and EDM experiments, such as pound the alarm experiments with Shay. When she does interact with the crowd, it is so share. Oh, I'm sorry. It is to share Mary Poppins like impressions of Londoners. (laughs) Damn me. And <laughs> you heard my attempt. Inquire about which men present have a giant dick and fire subtle barbs at a certain Bronx born nemesis. And they put in quotations, I guess she said, Any of you know someone who copies everything you do all the time? At her best, I mean, come on, look, him still alive. I don't At her best, right. <laughs> what? All the irony here. It's right Good there. God. Hits such as Anaconda fizz like popping candy, delivered while she is slouched on the ground with a wide, wild eyed grin like Alice in Wonderland's Cheshire Cat. I love Chesh. By way of Cleopatra. <laughs> Cheshire Cat by way of Cleopatra, though, girl. What a phrase. Maybe she wears a costume similar to the cover of the album. Okay. But by the time she closes with 2011 Super Bass to a depleting room, she went on stage an hour late and last trains back in. The sugar rush had long since faded. So, needless to say that... um, I'm trying to look for the author's name of this fucking... They probably had to remove it because the barbs yeah, stormed that nigga's house. <laughs> barbs pulled up Al Horner on Al <laughs> of the of the Guardian. That's probably a fake name. Didn't maybe. <laughs> it's not safe. But here's the thing, right? I think that Barb's, as long as she gets on stage and comes out, I think they really just want to be among Nicki Minaj. I think they just want to see her in person and be present for the yeah, antics. Yeah, of course. Just have a good time. I really don't think that like a Nicki Minaj fan, especially one who actually spent money to go and see her in concert, gives a fuck about any of the fuck about what Al is talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, From someone not. who is more so just 
you know, in the middle, completely unbiased, take or a lever, you know, depending on what's presented. Mm-hmm. I look at this as A, not surprising. B, this era is kind of dead to me. Yeah. I think that she just kind of needs to do the rest of these shows. However many people are sitting in them, your fans came out to see you, girl. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen her in clips where she has actually come out on stage not performing and like shake bitches' hands and like take some pictures or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I saw and, that too, but like we didn't, unfortunately we didn't come for like at all a you know very what I'm select meet and greet we I'm not in that position to hear these tunes <laughs> I didn't even go see B2K girl so you know not my problem <laughs> but what I'm saying is once this whole thing is dead mm. she can just go fuck on her man for a little bit and give us yeah a new undeniable banger I'm thinking fallish and start the new era and I would prefer okay at the very least a 95% rap and like mhm rap mhm cuz she's just so good at it I don't even like it when she sings I hate it and I super bass <laughs> I despise super I didn't bass. I didn't dis, I didn't dislike I absolutely super bass did. but I was a barb then oh, and younger well, yeah you were and I still don't mind it but maybe it's nostalgia I don't really know yeah but no, like I can't with super bass there's a difference between singing a little something on a hip hoppy song or like an alternative sort of song and them doing whatever they do in the studio to do the best mm. and grand piano like <laughs> you know like there's 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 plenty of rappers who have no business singing who do it all over their songs or whatever and we either tolerate it or we don't. So I'm not mad at you know at it to a degree. But grand the grand piano shouldn't happen. They no, I just don't think that not. they need to happen. Um, the problem is that Nikki's best verse well not well most of her best verses are on features, which you know is very awkward to just perform songs that you're featured on when the concert is just you. So I guess she has to fill in the space in between with songs that maybe, you know, nobody else would really pick for a live performance. But between the reviews, all the different video clips, the fact that seats are half sold, if that Nikki needs to just go ahead and wrap up the European tour for Queen, call it a wrap on Queen. Do not come stateside with this trash. It will be worse. (laughs) <laughs> they will be, be Chan Cardi B in full-on American accents, Bronx and Queens accents. You don't want that to happen, sis. Just get through whatever it is you're doing in Europe. Lay that album to rest and, and lay yourself to rest until you come back with something else that's Have not revolving sex. around your feelings about Cardi B. Drink sparkling alcohol. That's fun. You know what I'm saying? Go to the studio and work on the new... Because the thing is, consumers are sheep. Myself included. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all are. All you need at this point is just to put out something and that's good. And the girls just want to bop to it. Right. We just want to bop, girl. But this whole era and most importantly, all of the antics and the queen radio hollering and the beef and the dramatics and stuff, I feel like have sort of soured this little era. Absolutely. But the the thing, and I think it's also affected a lot of the sort of uh, PR decisions she makes, is that the internet is so extra and jumps to wild conclusions immediately Mm -hmm. and takes this as signs that, like, her career is over. Like not fame is like stock it goes up and down yeah. the bitch is talented she's still young she looks good mm-hmm. she can still rap like this album era is dead she can absolutely come me. back y'all said the same thing about Lady Gaga when she put out art pop art flop as y'all so kindly called it and yeah. she went through you know that them few years where she was just like depressed and doing documentaries and being weird and you know whatever other Lady Gaga shit and now what she done did came back and won a whole ass Oscar on you hoes in this movie that white folks 
still can't stop talking about. Sounds I'm sure she's over. coming out. I'm sh- or working on a new she album. She said she's or- pregnant with her new album. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Which I hope is 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 like a hint that she's gonna come and do her weird shit again. I miss weird. I miss yeah. not art pop. I, I wasn't. Don't know and, and then Joanne, y'all didn't like either. So she she had yeah. two albums that were y'all were like, bitch, Gaga's over. And Gaga was like, I don't fucking think so, ho. Yeah, you bitches got me fucked. Nikki has consistently put out, you know, midland ass albums that you niggas. <laughs> Continue to you know make chart. Queen went People gold, right? Straight Platinum, up. something. I don't I think know. So. Whatever it went, uh, that's great. So I'm sure Nikki can come back. She just is not putting out. Like, uh, uh, there's just nothing that is really calling out to us right now coming from Nicki Minaj, and that's fine. Like, you can't. Nobody is consistently gonna put out shit where everybody loves it, and you're just universally adored, and everybody's your fucking fan. It's not gonna work like that. So, you know, I would just say wrap up this tour and take some time to your fucking self. Enjoy your money. Work on other projects, and then come back with the music when you feel with ready. Just a seething rap. Yeah, because I feel like too much banger, of the Queen shit. Too much of the Queen <laughs> shit. Was was steeped in bitterness Pettiness towards Cardi and yes. B. And it's like, your shit needs to be yours and completely independent of that girl and whatever she is And I'm doing. so tired of that whole entire storyline. Yes, line. 100%. I'm just so tired of it. 100%. Just get back there's, to the And there's so many queen. other girls completely separate to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, Megan Thee Stallion is doing great. Tierra Whack is doing yes, great. You know, like, there are so many new girls who are on the come up, like Kelly... Kelly. I mean, oh my God. there's just, at this point, come on. Yeah. You know, who cares? Cash Doll. I just, I have so many girls independently. I still love Nicki's yeah. music. I really like a lot of Cardi's music. But there are mm-hmm. just more girls out here for the constant yep. Nicki, Cardi, who's doing well, who's doing not so well. I hate this bitch. I like, Right. Who, I, it's there's boring. enough out here for everybody. Rhapsody. There's something out here for no matter what Baby your taste mother. is. All this shit. So... I think we just need Nikki to get back to making shit that she likes and she fucks with and not doing all this Lady petty, like, like, laser focus on all these other girls. Yeah. I don't understand why somebody like Nicki Minaj would even give a fuck what Cardi B is doing or why Cardi B's name would ever be in her mouth. But, all right. Um, okay, I'm gonna click out of this. Don't care. Gonna close this But that video of care. her rolling her ass towards them stairs on stage, I was like, yo, Nick, you have... You have completely given the fuck up. <laughs> well, it was like watching Acrimony. So, um, Young Thug decided to post himself on the internet wearing this uh, Gucci balaclava that pissed the internet off so badly. Oh, God. Don't know what statement he's trying to make with that there, but, you know, do with that what you will. Young Tom, everybody. <laughs> Amen. Um, so let's talk about Aunt Becky. Is this your, you know, are you reading it? Yeah, this is supposed to be my read this okay, week. So, so we can talk about it then if you for want. Our, look at the time. Let's challenge ourselves this week and yes, see what our, our runtime is. Okay. <laughs> so that, ladies and gentlemen, was Hot Tops Enema <laughs> of the State. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or for them? Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know what will come out of your mental trunk. 
And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Hey, y'all, daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal to give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl, that's how it works. By setting our clock sword, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner, okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. That's right. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash the R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. Okay, so we are back, and it is now time for your listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. We have a uh, quick question for you here to just to start things off. It's from Sterling, who wants to know if you have seen Dragon Ball Super Broly, and if so, what are your thoughts? I have not, so... Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's basically a Dragon Ball uh, film based on uh, the Broly villain character. Oh, right, him. But I haven't watched it yet. I know they were showing it in a bunch of theaters and stuff like that in the city. I think Magic Johnson was throwing, showing it, too. I was about to say, did this come out in theaters? Because I literally mm-hmm. never heard of it. Yeah, it was like a limited... You know, like, those anime releases sometimes are kind of limited and don't really get huge pushes even when they do go to theaters because typically it's just a thing anime nerds know about and we just find a theater and go and watch it, but... Got you. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't really have an opinion, but I heard it's really good, so... I'll watch it eventually, I suppose. Okay. Amen. Don't know anything about that. So let's just move right on. Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, I I mean, I have seen the cartoon. Yeah, he hates Goku. He hates Kakarot. Mm-hmm. Goku. Broly hates Goku. And and that other nigga. The nigga with the with the blonde hair. Goku has blonde hair when he transforms. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right. So this question <laughs> comes, I think I'm thinking of Goku. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'll Google it later, the name of the other nigga. All Vegeta. Right. Yes, Vegeta. 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 Like vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Our first question comes from uh, I'll call her Sharika. She oh, says, "Sharika." Oh yes, I also do love a Sharika. I've been with my boyfriend for a little over a year, and we're starting to talk about living together. Girl, what? 
Sorry. We both have six figure jobs, but he makes twenty five thousand more than I do. On your buffer, rich. I said that I would expect him to pay a little more in rent or a little more in utilities or household items since he makes more than I do. To me, that seems fair, so that we can both live an equal lifestyle. Since he makes more, paying an extra $300 a month doesn't affect him the way it would for me. My current place is rent controlled, so I would actually be paying more if we were to live together, whereas he would be paying less than he currently does. He is of the opinion that everything should be split evenly no matter what. He says he shouldn't have to suffer because of the hard work he's put into his career and that the only time things wouldn't be even would be when we are married and everything is taken from one combined pool of money. He also has debt, although I don't know how much or what his monthly payments are. I work hard in my career, but I'm younger and I'm a woman, so I'm paid less, and it's not a reflection of me being lazy. I know that's my. I think that he should want us to both live our best lives which means him pitching in a little more so we can enjoy the same things currently we split nearly everything but he does pay for drinks and ubers when we go out we've had disagreements in the past when he wants to do things i can't afford in those instances i've said that he if he really wants me to come then he should pay for it but he'll just say that he'll find somebody else to go with Uh I do see a future with him and I want us to live together. My question is, should we split rent evenly or not? Thanks. Love y'all. And she actually gave herself a fake name, which was Jasmine. So sorry, Sharika Jazz. I like Sharika Jazz. Rika anyway. Min. Yeah. So. You know what you guys should really split? <coughs> Up. <laughs> the fact that I saw it coming. As soon as you said split, I was like, damn. <laughs> Yo, but no, for real. Girl, what? <laughs> I don't like this. First of all, why the fuck y'all trying to move in after a year? Like, calm the fuck down, bro. Like, y'all don't have to live together. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. No, you shouldn't. You honestly should not live with this man solely because you would be taking a financial loss on doing so. I mean. I mean, there are a lot of reasons. Yeah. But that's the biggest one. I mean, it's right there along with the other. So. First of all, I love living alone. Truly So much. If a nigga wants to share a home with me, guess what he going to have to do? pay for every fucking thing in that bitch because i'm not why would i live with you when i could live alone you're gonna have to make it appealing to me i mean i can literally still see you we can spend a couple nights together and i could still have my own home he makes twenty five thousand more than you do that is not an insignificant amount of it, money. Is, it just isn't it would be perfectly reasonable for him to pay slightly more in bills utilities household shit whatever to offset the cost of you already spending more to go live with him. like, And this, he's still talking this? about, no, let's split it 50-50. What is this nigga business? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is, what is, what is that? And then the whole, you don't know how much debt he has or how much he pays every month, girl. Hell no. I would absolutely advise against combining your household with this motherfucker. Whatever happened to Ooh, like... no, sis. Niggas that were like, at the very least, in this arena... You know, mm-hmm. like I got this. You know, yeah. Whatever happened? I mean, providers. <laughs> it's not like you're like, oh, cool. So I don't have to pay no rent. I'm gonna just suck your dick, and you're just gonna pay for everything in the house. <laughs> right. Which goals? You I know? mean, like, that's what the housewives do. <laughs> they just get to sit around and, and I drink all day. Good. <laughs> right. good you know, you but knows. I mean, you're looking at the situation completely rationally, yes. um, and. I just I don't think it is unfair or unreasonable the the way that you've sort of worked things out. Like 
Yes, why, again, after a motherfucking year, would you go and pay more than you are yeah. already paying in your own space, Hell which no. is so comfortable because it's yours and it's just yours and you only live there, to then go and pay more Mm-mm. for this nigga who's paying less? Right. No, thank you. That, I mean, I'm just trying to find the logic there. It just doesn't. If right. and, He makes more money than you do. And he would be paying less if you did him the favor of moving in with him because your place is rent control. So it ain't no way he can be sure. Right. So like, girl, <laughs> girl, Jess. <laughs> I'm not signing up for it, girl. I don't give a fuck how, how much I like you. I Absolutely love that you. Absolutely not. I love how that you brought up the whole if we were married situation. Okay, well, let's keep dating. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's keep dating and doing this whole thing. And, and let's 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 decide on living together when we get serious about the marriage discussion, honey. Yeah. Because he's dizzy. Right. You make plenty of money on your own. You've already said six-figure job. So I mean. I would just continue to live my six-figure single person in my house lifestyle. I like it. That man can come over when you want some dick or some company or y'all can, you know, y'all go out concerts and shit. You can do all that without having that many. It is. Because if you, girl, signing a lease, did you listen last week? Because we people be signing it. leases just and then about it. end up breaking up, you know, six weeks later and it's like, wow, I'm literally stuck with you for the Every next day. 11 months. <laughs> Every day is the edge of snaps. I, uh, I mean, I truly think you should break up with him, but at the bare minimum, do not move in with this man, please. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't sound very nice. But he like, doesn't. But if you like him that bad, I, I would. Yeah, at the very, very least, right. I would think Mm-mm. twice, thrice, full five goddamn times yeah. about moving in with him at the very least because. He's not being reasonable, and on top of that, it's financially inconvenient right. to you, as you're saying. And you have this rent-controlled apartment. Like, girl, I don't even know. They didn't say where they lived, did they? No, but if you give up your rent-controlled apartment for this, girl, you're going to regret that. Somebody Trust is me. going to <laughs> knock you on your forehead like a door and be like, hey, is sis. anybody there, sis? Yes. Don't you do it. Yeah, because, you know, splitting everything equally is great if y'all have the same exact salary. Right. And the same exact, you know, bills and responsibilities and all that. But it's not fair to split things equally when he makes a significant portion more than you do. And you are paying more to do this whole. It sounds honestly like living together is your idea. He don't even really sound like he wants to do it. It sounds like it's more of your thing than anything else. And I if don't... You, no, girl, please don't do this. If you grind it down to its finest form, what you simply have is y'all moving together this quickly for whatever reason, and you're losing something, he is gaining something, and yeah. there's no real logical reason as to why that is. Mm-hmm. And I say, in many situations, like, you know, dating and stuff, or think about the the sort of foundation that you would be setting up and mm-hmm. how that may decide further things in the future. That's the type of shit that I'd be yes. thinking. <laughs> it's like you are entering a situation before there's furniture, before there's, you know, food in the fridge or anything <laughs> like that on the grounds that, like, you are losing something, he is gaining something, and yeah. very much shrugging shoulders at whatever your situation is. Right. So that's just something to think about. But do you. Mm-mm. Don't move in with this man. I'm telling you, do not give up your good rent control department to pay more to live with a man. Have you ever lived with a man, sis? Ugh. That's another thing. Have you ever like? Have Gross. you ever? How how <laughs> long have y'all lived in a space together yeah. before? 
because, because like girl, are Netflix you and chill and overnight <laughs> is a completely different than is yes. different than like living with someone, sharing space, mm-hmm. storing your things together, and experiencing one another's habits. Right. So if you've never even like spent like a solid week in the same coming home to the same place type of thing, right? And you don't know what that's giving. Sis. You better not in your mother. <laughs> you better not fucking days moving with this nigga. I'm not yet. Slap you, girl. Do not do it. Okay. Um. Next question comes from PJ, who says, "I am a 28 year old black gay man." Project. I knew you was gonna do it. <laughs> I just finished my law degree. I've been in a relationship with a man for five years, and he is absolutely amazing. He's another successful black man who just finished his PhD, and I'm Fine, very lucky. Cosby's, Huxtables. <laughs> he has finally proposed, and as excited as I am, I do not want to give up my last name. All these years of dating, he has constantly made references to us sharing his last name, and I didn't take it very seriously. Probably at the time, it didn't matter much to me, but after receiving my law degree and seeing my name on that piece of paper and on the plaque on my new office, something clicked. I'm torn because I do want to build a family with him and have all of us share one last name, but I do not have the heart to tell him that I don't want to take his name right away. I know he will be truly hurt by this. I just don't know how to tell him. If you can lend any advice, it would be truly appreciated. I can't tell if I'm overthinking this or if I'm being selfish for not wanting to change my name. I want these rich, PJ. successful problems. This right? Week. I'm going to pick somebody regular next. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got so wait, upper bitch problems. Why can't you just double name it? Why can't you pink it Smith it? Well, I think this is all like a personal, you know, what I've always dreamed for my family family type thing because he mentions um like i, I want to build a family and all of us share one last name yes but i'm saying like okay let's say that your his last name is hall and your last name is right and you go by right hall but then y'all kids oh i mean i don't understand why the kids can't be go can't go by right hall as well do y'all just not believe in hyphens i also really like combining last names to make a new last name for the family i think that's a really cute I've idea i've never thought of that yeah i, I feel like lesbians probably invented it. <laughs> that sounds very much up y'all's alley yeah but changing your name is not a simple process it is incredibly complex it takes a very long time to do yeah. I, and i feel like that's because it's mostly women who do it because so many women change their names when they get married. Yeah. If it was customary for men to change their names, <laughs> it would be, it would be simplified. Ass. Right. Yeah. You could do it online. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, it's a whole long convoluted process. You have to go around and update shit with every fucking agency known to man. It's just a pain in the ass. So I would tell him, you know, we're going to have to compromise on this just like anything else. My name is on that degree. I worked very hard for that shit. I'm not really in a space where I want to just let it go. Like, I don't want to. It's okay. That's the name you were born with. That's the name that was given to you. If you want to keep it, there's nothing wrong with that. So I would just propose to him, you know, how about hyphenating our names? How about creating a new name? Is he opposed to taking your name? Like, I just feel like this whole conversation usually boils down to where I'm the man or I'm the top. And so this is just how (laughs) things are done. So you should just do it. Like, even in lesbian relationships, a lot of it is like, well, I'm just taking my stud's name. You know, that's daddy. So. And bitches be wanting to. (laughs) And they be wanting to. Right. I mean, (laughs) whatever works. It's nothing wrong with changing your name if that's what you want to do, but you don't want to. So I would... I mean, you can't be too afraid to have a conversation with this man. He's supposed to be your husband. Right. That's got to be respected. Yeah. You have to be able to say, so look, about them degrees. Yeah. (laughs) They already printed with one name. They don't go back and give you another one just because you got married. Mm -hmm. So I actually, my shout out to my doctor friend, hashtag my doctor friend, Terry. Yeah. Terry got her degree. Terry told me I wouldn't die one day (laughs) via your text message. (laughs) 
Oof, thank God. <laughs> she has saved my ass more than one. I'd be like, look, look at this. Should I go to the urgent care or not? <laughs> She'd be like, bitch, take an Advil and lay down. Yeah. But when Terry, you know, got all them damn degrees that she collected and, and got married, it took her an incredibly long time. I think a decade to change her last name before she was finally like, I guess, you know, Jeez. just for the sake of, because the kids have her husband's last name and I guess she was finally like, whatever. But, you yeah. know, I was this woman who had all these accomplishments and I just don't think you should feel any pressure towards getting rid of your name if it means so much to you. So right. you got to be able to sit down and talk to this man about how you feel. Like, this is supposed to be your husband. Yeah. I mean, I've, I don't even um, know that anybody will ever trick me into marrying them. But oh, no. And if, I'm certainly not. I, bitch. <laughs> bitch, I'm not changing my name. <laughs> even if that did happen... I don't even have a whole bunch of pieces of paper with my last name on it. And I'm like, I worked so hard for this yeah. last name. I have nothing. But I just want it. Yeah, I, I mean, all I got to change is my email address. You know, I don't have a bunch of degrees or nothing just, where I'm like, how dare you? Like my last name. I don't know. Maybe I'd feel some di- some way differently about it. But I, I, I get it. Like, I totally understand his point of view at mm-hmm. the moment. And I think that that's just something that your husband has to respect. Y'all got to be ready and willing to have these conversations with yes. people, difficult as they may be, because it's sort of your like obligation um, as people in relationships mm-hmm. to hear what the other person has to say and process that and then execute you know so y'all can't just be sitting on stuff and not be afraid to say stuff because you feel like you're tripping maybe you are tripping and maybe somebody will be able to explain that to you in a way that makes fucking sense but most of the time it's not that at all y'all just be afraid to like make the person uncomfortable or whatnot this to me i mean he has a phd too he should be able to understand the the idea of I'm a fucking doctor and I worked hard for all these pieces of paper and I don't want to change my name because that's the name that yeah. I have always had. That's yeah. the name that earned those degrees. Yeah, so but when you're a top, sometimes you just think things go your way. Well, see, <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing, we're assuming. <laughs> I know. I mean, no, you're, I, I, I would venture to guess that this is a bottom writing into us about his top. <laughs> and that's how things go sometimes. Or they're versatile. And the other one's both, just a little bit yeah. more aggr- powerful. Yes. In its a little bit toppier, if you will. <laughs> but this is like very common with men and masculine people. This idea of like there's certain things that yeah. we do in society or in relationships that just shouldn't be challenged. And the last name thing is one of them. So I would just talk to him about it. He should be open to the the hyphen thing or. It's 2019. Right. Like, dog. Do we really all have to take your last name? I mean, for why? what? Why? Are we going to ever critically look at why that is? We're waiting for an arc to come and a, a strong Y'all want to belong like, to what these time is it? No, thank you. Just I have no interest in being somebody's property. Just, who cares? <laughs> yes. All right. Hallelujah. Our next name. Next name. Our next question comes from Shanice. Who says, let me start by saying I'm a Gemini and I know I stay okay. ready to pop off. So I need y'all to either help check me or back me up. That means nothing to me. Like, my I birthday. <laughs> I don't know what the Gemini thing me means. But my birthday is in June and I never do anything for myself. So this year I decided to do a destination birthday in Cabo. Oh boy. I invited 12 people. Eight are able to make it. I realized the sex ratio was a bit off. So I invited a girl that I recently met through a mutual friend because she's cool and super bubbly and fun. Oh, boy. She said she would love to go and was excited because her birthday is the day after mine and we could celebrate together. Oh, my goodness. I responded that 
that was okay and she didn't have to come <laughs> because I want this entire trip to be about me and only me and it would be best if she stayed back and celebrate with her own friends no hard feelings <laughs> I love that you got right to it like look <laughs> I'm not even risking it, bitch. Right. Like, girl, stay home. She said that wasn't a problem and that she really wants to go and wouldn't take away from my trip other than maybe us having a little cake and singing happy birthday to her. I said, yeah, we can do that when we get back to L.A., but we will not be doing that in Mexico. You know what? Stand your fucking ground, bitch. <laughs> because I rented the beach house out of my own pocket and only asked people to pay for their flights. <laughs> and my friends don't even know her aside from the one we have in Mutual. <laughs> Work. She responded with a playful LOL and called me a little fucker, but agreed to my terms. Bitch. She then asked me to get her flight for her so she could fly out with our group and said she would pay me back when she got paid in two weeks because she's from Iran and doesn't really travel. I felt bad making her wait and fly out alone, so I said that was fine. Fast forward two weeks, and not only have I not received the money, and I know she got paid because our mutual friend did and they work together, <laughs> but it turns out she's still saying she's she's still saying that she's spending her birthday in Mexico and expecting us to do something nice for her. <laughs> My selfish side is ready to explode and be like, bitch, I told you it wasn't about you and risk her not going anymore and thus probably not paying me back for the $400, the $400 for the flight. Should I just suck it up and make her feel special on her day even though I literally never do anything for just me and spend all year focusing on helping others? Please help. I don't want to have a stank attitude on this trip because I'm anticipating her birthday ruining my time, especially because it's on the last day of the trip. Thanks, Shanice. Okay. Shanice, <clears throat> calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, you got to calm down and taste. Like, I... <sighs> I would almost understand this irrational state of mind if you were the type of person who consistently does something for just you and, like, that's your thing is to have, like, a big birthday, it's all about me moment. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the girls are like, there are 365 and this one is for me and I want yeah. to be selfish on that day. And that's fine. But you invited this girl because you, you said you like her personality and stuff and it is going to be her birthday while she is there. I would imagine that, like, the very least, y'all can get a little slice of a cake, <laughs> put a, a candle on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, a whole cake would be ideal, but I'm just saying, like, do a little something for the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, come on. Y'all could give her a little cake, sing her a happy birthday, and then go right back to it being about you. Right. Now... If you are afraid that she's going to be trying to do more than that, then that's a completely different thing. That is not what she says. And as we don't know, y'all, so we're just going to go with believing that she would, you know, right. be okay with a little cake and a, a, a song. Happy birthday is all of a few seconds, that's girl. That's all she asked for. That's all she wants. It's going to be her birthday, too. You're going to have the whole beach house, I'm uh, skinny dip and, and jet ski and do whatever the fuck else. Right. And all of that will be in celebration for you. Again, everybody's going to be on that page because besides her, <laughs> I mean, besides you, don't nobody else even know her. I mean, they have one friend in common. Okay. Who's, so, who will be there, but the rest of the people don't know her. So everybody is pretty much going to be on the page that this right. is your trip. Right. I think that it is fair to just say, let us give this girl some cake. Yes. Give her a hug and a happy birthday song and just enjoy each other's company. I think it's a taste petty to just be like, girl... Well, you can't come at all, bitch, if you want cake, bitch, <laughs> on your birthday, bitch. Yeah, I actually feel like you're being 
beyond petty. This yeah. is incredibly unreasonable. I get that it's your birthday trip and you're the only one who paid for the beach house <laughs> and you want it to be all about you, but your birthday is only that one day. And honestly, even if y'all birthday was the same day, are you that threatened to where people acknowledging somebody else is like such an affront to you? Like you're already mad. This this trip is not even till June and you're already sitting here getting mad at the thought of people paying somebody else attention on your birthday trip. Girl, you got to grow up. Like, yeah, no, this ain't, it's not that deep. Yeah, sense. this is really, this is really ridiculous. I honestly feel like you shouldn't have even invited her. Right. Because you don't know her that well. I guess more men than women uh, RSVP. So you felt like, like you needed, to, I don't know why you felt like you needed to even it out with I more girls, either. but you don't even really know her that well and then the whole if it was gonna bother you that much that she wanted to be acknowledged on her birthday then i think you should have right. just cut it off right then I was gonna say, why would you even want this girl to be there on her birthday and not be acknowledged right. like, i would be uncomfortable right like i just i can't fathom being like i'm sorry i'm the only person who has a birthday in june so when we get back to america i guess it's your birthday but in mexico it's not your birthday <laughs> What? Why are you such a bitch? <laughs> I don't care that you spent all the money on the beach house and nobody put in on the four thousand dollars for right. the beach house. It was just I don't care if because she's like, it costs nothing, right? To stick a candle in a piece of cake and sing happy birthday to that girl, <laughs> like, it costs like, nothing. If she were to be like, well, I don't want to go parasailing because I get nauseous. I don't like that club. Can we go to this one? Like, if it was like this whole thing where she were attempting to like yeah. change the whole last weekend, then. I right. would be rightfully annoyed. But again, yeah, this is June we're talking about. It's March. And the girl, just, <laughs> the girl just wants some cake and a little taste of acknowledgement. It. because It's her fucking birthday. It's her birthday. It just, I, and, and you talk about... Don't be I, a jerk. I'm not looking forward to it. It's going to ruin my whole trip because her birthday is on the last the day. The whole ass trip, girl. Her birthday's on the last day, meaning y'all are going to be flying for half the fucking day anyway back to the States. So it's like... Are you really opposed to people waking up and saying happy birthday to this girl before y'all drink the rest of the liquor in the house and go to, to the airport? Right, ruin the finale because you right. sang happy birthday to her for 10 seconds. You're being really, yeah, you're, you're being you're ultra ridiculous. So I would just say, you know, if I were you, honestly, I would tell her that unfortunately you are not mature enough to handle somebody else having a birthday so close to yours. <laughs> Rose, Rose said, Rose Nyland said, sometimes the truth is best. <laughs> yeah. Just tell her, unfortunately, I'm not grown up enough to handle the fact that your birthday is the day after mine. It's going to stress me out thinking about your birthday. And so I will eat that $400 and you can't come. Sorry. Be, friend, be, be prepared to not be friendly or, or anything like that with her no more. Yeah. Because this is just, uh, or, you know, get over yourself. Or get over it. I feel like that's so a great one. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. <laughs> just get over it. Get a bitch some cake. Oh, man. Pat her on the back and then go right back to doing whatever it is that you wanted to do on your birthday. Yes. Amen. All right. I'm about to wrap it up, but I do want to go through a couple of emails we got um, in relation to the last time we did Crystal's Couch. Okay. Lots of therapists wrote in to say, yes, there is therapy in jail. Y'all differ uh, vastly on the quality of that care. <laughs> I bet. Somebody in Houston was like, yeah, we have great therapy uh, for people in jail and 
you know, they get to stabilize here because there aren't as many barriers to treatment. They have, you know, group therapy. They explore their childhood traumas. It's great. Some of y'all are like, uh, I work in Chicago and shit is trash up here. Uh, Ain't shit funded the way it's supposed to be. I'm not shocked. Programs are few and far between and all this. But everybody agrees that there is therapy, you know, the effectiveness of that therapy. I figured. Um, yeah, vacillates between areas, but thank you all for confirming that for us because we truly weren't sure. I wasn't sure, but yes. I just assumed. So the question comes from Cece. She says, I'm struggling with figuring out what to do about my mom. I've been getting a lot of flack lately for my decision to not communicate with her. Our relationship has always been strained because she was emotionally and verbally abusive to me at a very young age. It affected me tremendously, even causing me to be suicidal at age 13 until she kicked me out when I was 17 and I went to live with my dad. In adulthood, I discovered that she has a lifelong battle with anxiety and depression, which she has gotten treatment for in the past, but I also think she's bipolar and hasn't been diagnosed. She refuses to take any sort of medication or seek therapy, and the last few years when I attempted to be around her, she would fly off the handle at the smallest things get mad if I don't give her money and it all brings up a lot of stress from unresolved issues in my childhood. Not to mention she's engaged every other month to some random ass man she talks to on Facebook. I'm now a 32 year old single mom who is in a great space mentally and financially raising my 10 year old daughter with very minimal help. And I have very little room to deal with her and her wild irate behavior. Not only has she not ever once acknowledged or apologized for any of the things that have happened in my childhood, but she flips out anytime I ask her about mental health and refuses to accept that she needs help. I even tried having my grandmother and aunts have a sit down with her so she can get some real help. And no one wanted, wanted to participate because my family loves to sweep shit like this under the rug. Mm. After that, I decided to cease communication with my mom, but I do allow her to communicate with my daughter whenever she wants, which is not that often. I had the best fucking year of my life last year, so that is making it even harder to start communicating with my mom again and taking back all of the stress and drama that comes with it. But a lot of people are saying that I should just deal with this because you only get one mom. What should I do? Please help. Love, Cece. Unpopular opinion. (laughs) Unpopular opinion. You do only get one mom, and sometimes that's a blessing. Well, you know, <laughs> I feel like that's a great wording for what I was going through. Um, moms and dads are, are people, bro. They're human yeah, beings. Flawed as fuck. They're not gods. Not at you know? all. Like, when you're a kid, um, we're just, I mean, a lot of us, we we exist under this understanding that, that parents guardians they're supposed to be these perfect people because they have the keys to making us perfect people mm-hmm. and you know we sort of have this allegiance to them because they are the reason that we're here and that we should look past any sort of trauma that they've put us through because at the end of the day they are your mama or they're your daddy mm-hmm. i just don't believe that you know um i i i definitely think it is okay to make a solid effort because of those reasons mm-hmm. but at the end of the day especially when you get to a certain age yeah and you are responsible for yourself you're taking care of yourself you have a fucking kid to take care of and 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 be concerned about Mm -hmm. 
There, the the idea that you should continue to place yourself in a position of depression, stress, trauma, anxiety, any of those things, simply because this person is your mother, mm-hmm. I just I disagree with that. You've made the effort to to speak to her, to try to get her to at least talk to someone who can help in terms of therapy, mm-hmm. whether it is solo, together, or whatever. She's not trying to hear it. In my opinion, at that point, there is nothing wrong with you removing yourself from that person's life because again they're a person yes she your mama too mm-hmm. but i'm assuming that your mama don't pay your bills since she's asking you for money right. i'm assuming that you know <laughs> right. what i'm saying your mama is not helping you raise your kid because you said that she barely even uh speaks to her and things mm-hmm. like that so it sounds like you are self-sufficient you know what i'm saying or at the very least she's not helping you get through life right. which is stressful in itself so God willing, if he has it so, maybe something will happen one day where she'll, you know, she'll get that end of color purple Mr. Light Bulb <laughs> where she realizes, oh my goodness, everything I even think about keeps crumbling. <laughs> maybe I should do right by her. You know, like maybe. Maybe that will happen, maybe it won't. But mm-hmm. it's not your responsibility yep. as a person or as their child, especially, mm-hmm. to like run around and try and like mend all of these things and put band-aids on all of these wounds and stuff like that. Unfortunately, like we're more of a generation, I think, that if not, if we're not willing to do the work, we at the very least acknowledge it and can call it out. Yeah. Whereas our like more generation, especially with black people, people of color, generations before us are more so used to like sticking to whatever antiquated uh, mm-hmm. tradition uh, of things shit that under the happen rug, and, like you said. and sweeping every other human thing that happens underneath the rug. All of their imperfections can mm-hmm. completely be um, ignored yep. because they are the parent, even though they may they may be submitting you to trauma and have been maybe for your whole life. Right. And they, they and many times are well aware of that, but because of the inability to like, to, to deal with whatever their imperfections are, they continue to subject you to that same sort of abuse and trauma and make no effort on yes. uh, doing anything better. And lots of people, lots of parents, grandmas, aunties, uncles go in the ground like that. And it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just not your responsibility simply because that's show mama to fix her it's hers like she's a grown-up just like you're a grown-up she's not just you know you're not just her 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 kid anymore yes. you're a grown-ass you're woman your own person. you're your own person with your own responsibility your own path and she you know what i'm saying is the exact same thing you got to do for you bro yeah. and you've made the effort as i said already to try and heal that and you've met walls it's, it's yeah. what more can you do? You know what I'm saying? You got to do whatever is healthiest for you because not only do you have the responsibility, the responsibility to be healthy for you so that you can be happy, you have the responsibility to be healthy so that your kid can be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, that's my long ass winded way of saying that I'm just not in the belief <laughs> that just because somebody is your mama or daddy or grandma that you have to go and 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 be subjected to the yeah. same sort of violence over and over and over again just because of that reason. I just I, yeah. I don't believe it. And I know that so many people struggle with that same sort of idea. Release yourself from that shit, bitch. Because your mom and your daddy are imperfect as human beings just like you are. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that many of us are willing to admit our imperfections and try and work on it. And a lot of mommies and daddies are not. And it just is what it is. Yep. I absolutely agree with all of that. Like, you 
You don't owe anybody, not your mama, daddy, mm-hmm. any uncle. You don't owe anybody your happiness. You don't have to sacrifice your mental health for the good of anyone else. You are allowed to create boundaries in your life that keep people who stress you out and bring up terrible shit out of it. Like, Period. You didn't do anything to deserve your mama treating you like this, not in childhood or now. And you have confronted her about it. She has been utterly unwilling to take responsibility for her actions and to change them so that you two can have a healthy relationship. Therefore, it is not even on you no more. It about simply this. isn't. You've made it clear to her what you need from her in order for y'all to be able to communicate and she is not willing or able to do it. So now you have a responsibility to yourself and to your child to create the best environment for the both of you to thrive. And if your mama is going to set you back from that, then guess what? It ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. I mean, I mean, it's clearly something. It's something. (laughs) But you said you went all last year without it and you never flourished more. So I don't care who is, whoever is telling you that, you know, you only get one mom next time say, yeah. And praise God. Cause look at the shit this bitch done put me through. Let's be glad I only got this from one bitch. Cause God damn. That it's just this Your mama done put you through the fucking ringer. You probably need to work through all the issues that she (laughs) gave you in your childhood. Like most of us need to heal from the things our parents and guardians and such as right did to us whether they knew they were doing it or not but you you i i dare say you have a responsibility to yourself because you have a responsibility to your daughter yep. to do what is best for you right and if that means not talking to your mama then that just means not talking just to your mom. It, yeah it should be all right i don't care which one of her sisters in no nope, i don't care if it was your cousin i don't care who, I don't care has who a problem. said it nope they can kiss your ass. Period. They not paying no bills over there either. You said you raising your baby with very little help from anybody else. So everybody can suck your dick, girl. I mean, that's how I feel. They all can do it. You just, grown. That's just how I feel. Fuck that. You either gonna talk to me nice. <laughs> I hate that you said that, but it's fine. <laughs> but you either gonna treat me like I demand to be treated, or you gonna get the fuck out of my life, or stay the fuck out of my life. That's just how it is. And really, when you establish those kind of boundaries, you'll be shocked at how much you thrive and if you're like you know if if you're a spiritual person if you believe in god or whatever you know prayer is a thing that could that could be the effort that you make dear lord you can pray for her work on whatever that is over there amen lord please help my mama to acknowledge her issues please help her to seek the treatment that she needs you know, I pray that one day she will realize how much she has fucked up and damaged her relationships. You know, pray. I pray that she is safe and taken care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but none of that is on me. It's just not. It ain't. Leave it up. Simply it's to not. The Lord. Okay. <laughs> God is. look after children and fools and maybe your mama fall <laughs> under that category. So, but good luck to you, sis, because Woo. you absolutely deserve to preserve your happiness and your mental health Hell above fuck you, all. Man. If you have questions for Crystal's couch or just for the read, you know, we just be coming in here saying shit. Yeah, Send those. <laughs> To asktheread at gmail.com. We'll be right back. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Okay, so we're back. It's time for the read. It is. Finally. 
Um, so you want to go first? Or? I mean, I don't really. Do we both want to talk about this college bribery thing? I mean, I have like mess. several things to talk about, but that wasn't one of them. Well, so. go ahead. It don't matter to me. It's up to you. Okay. So I'll start. First, um, so I saw this story that came out uh, about this man named Nolan. I won't. I don't know how to say his last name. Sowsley or Sowsley. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but unfortunately, um, he is a, a cancer patient in Missouri. Um, he apparently has stage four pancreatic cancer. Oh no! So um, I honestly wish that cancer could just take human form so I could fight it. I just I like fuck don't we cancer. all wish? <laughs> um, <laughs> so. An unfortunate incident took place at the hospital in Western Missouri where he's been staying, um, the Citizens Memorial Hospital. Apparently, uh, this patient, Nolan, has some THC oil capsules. Oh, my God. I saw this video. Bitch. Oh, my God. So he has THC pills that he takes for uh, the pain and stuff from this disgusting, horrible, terrible illness that I hate so much. Um, I can't remember if I read that he told um one of the nurses or somebody about it, but basically a security guard came into his room and uh said that they had smelled marijuana smoke. Girl. The police were called on him, and in a video that was uh streamed on Facebook on March sixth, you can see these uh police officers in this man's uh room in the hospital. Um, going through his things now. Before they went through his things, he was uh, very clear to them that he didn't want them digging through his bag because he has his final day things in there. Yeah. So personal oh his business. He doesn't oh want them God. going through his shit for obvious reasons. Also, I'd like to say that uh, apparently last year Missouri passed like a medical marijuana law, but you know those things take a little while to kick in. So it's I guess it's not whatever. But <laughs> okay. So you I mean, know, say weird. that to say, like, I, who the right? <laughs> but I'm just care. saying, like, in the context of things, mm-hmm. like, y'all are right around the corner from this being legal anyway. Right? Recreational is not illegal in Missouri, but honestly, blow me, it's weed. Like they, but y'all know that's how I feel. <laughs> Either way, past all of that, this man says he doesn't smoke weed. He uses the capsules for the pain. You couldn't have smelled weed in his room because. He, doesn't smoke it and he's right. not sitting there wasting these capsules busting them open and just pouring them all over the ground or some shit. <laughs> because who would do so that? who odds are somebody just knew that he had a uh, weed in there and felt like being a dick yep. and called the cops and cops do the do did the dick move things that cops do which is berating this ill man who is just trying to live out however many you know days left that he may have and he's taking these pills for like I, okay, so I just bring this up to say, like, what the fuck is this planet that we're living on, right? Like, yes. what, what? Humanity is not a real thing. Nope. I've said it before. People are garbage. Like, how trash <laughs> do you honestly have to be, bro, to, to to go into someone's room who is dealing with cancer, stage four pancreatic cancer, Ooh. has literally told you they don't know when they may or may not die, how many days they have left, and it's taking pills, probably the most boring way to get high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> capsules simply to deal with the effects of this shit sickness Mm -hmm. and here you are going through their not to mention they didn't even find no fucking weed on the man of course not of course not so you did all of this stuff and like insulted him on top of him being sick for what bro you should have been like here is a blunt i brought from home let me light it for you i'm so sorry of the that you're going through this 
Like, what is even the point of anything? What's the point of, of, of hospitals, medical care, police, anything, if a nigga can't even be sick right. without having to deal with... And this is a white man. Oh, ooh, Chile. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was white. And I mean, if it was CBD oil in them capsules, then he can't even get high. It's just for pain relief. It's THC. Oh, it's THC. But... It don't even matter, dog. If it was Molly, I would say leave the fuck alone. Like, bro, like when when do we get over ourselves right. and start showing, if not compassion, respect for another human being, bro? Like, like what what is it gonna fucking take? So fuck that hospital. <laughs> fuck each and every one of them cops. Yeah. Fuck like, whoever snitched. Fuck whoever thought the police were an appropriate organization to call. Fuck the police for actually coming there. If I walked in a hospital room and this man is, has got stage four cancer and you talk about you want me to check his bag for weed, but bitch, why? I would want to arrest so you. So we can roll up? Because this, you out your fucking mind if you think I'm about to comfort this man. Let, let's fight. All he wants is a little bit of comfort as he dies from this terrible disease and y'all are like, yeah, but I don't like weed. <laughs> So, like one of the nurses is asking, like, do you even have a warrant? Wow. What are the proceedings from here? And the they're telling him, like, did. you know, because, uh, hey, hey, he's like kind of dying. So what are you going to arrest him? They're like, no, we'd bring him a citation if we find it. But we haven't found anything oh yet. Like, God. y'all are for real right now. Oh, my God. Fucking I don't know goodness. what it's going to take for cops to just suck a dick and get over some of this shit, bro. Like, at some point, the police yeah. force, at least in this country, because look at all of the bullshit, right. has to start taking some of these calls and being like stop wasting our goddamn motherfucking time amen what what what's it gonna take that ought to be it um so i don't really know too much about this yes jules individual or what it is that she's supposed to do right but i do remember that not too long ago she pissed off many um black people because She posted a photo of a crop top shirt that said um, something like niggas lie all the time or niggas lie a lot. Mm -hmm. The word niggas. Yes, Jules is a very Caucasian woman. (laughs) Okay. So she posted this shirt and a caption with it on Twitter that said something like, is it cool for me to wear this to the festival tomorrow? I don't know if she was talking about Rolling Loud because apparently she's affiliated with that or hosted it or some shit like that, right? But that was where I first heard about the girl and, you know, she was dragged for it and I guess, you know, white tears ever since. So this clip from an interview that I don't know exactly what it's supposed to be about comes out... I mean, I really don't know what it, what the, the purpose of it is. Anybody else? Nobody. <laughs> like, I don't no know clue. what it is. One of the niggas who's like sitting directly next to her in some blue shit. I recognize his face, but I, I can't. I don't know what I know him from at the moment. Don't know who the rest of them are. Um, but there are two black men, Yes Jules, and some other white dude sitting together. Now, funny enough, the first clip I saw from this wasn't even in relation to her. It was actually the dude who I don't recognize. I think he's a rapper. The other nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's murder movie. I don't know who he is, but he said something about you know white people in a hood saying why saying nigga all the time and him not giving a fuck about it is a murder move not giving a fuck basically about white people saying it and etc cetera, etc cetera. so i mo- i first saw a, an, a reaction from niggas on twitter to that i didn't even know who the rest of the people were in the clip at the time mm-hmm. then i find out that the girl in the clip is in fact yes jules and she's talking about this whole incident about you know the t-shirt and people's Ooh. reaction to that and tear 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 right so then 
she brings up uh, Scotty Beam and Karen Civil and says that basically, like, they ran with this narrative that she's racist and a culture vulture and came up with all of these reasons as to why they, like, basically hate on her for no reason and she's not trying to do what they're trying to do so she doesn't even understand why it's a problem, blah, blah, blah. So I really, to this, to I... I don't even care too much about what she's saying because, again, don't know who she is or what she does. Don't care. I know that she said something about people, you know, hate her because she hosts Rolling Loud and she's a white girl and they feel like she shouldn't, I guess, because of that. But she in in that that moment, she also said something about like, you know, I'm a Miami girl. It's a Miami festival. I've been doing parties in Miami for the past five years. I was like, OK, that makes sense because I've been living up here away from Miami for the past like six years. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you are. I guarantee you are another one of these motherfuckers out in Miami who promote parties. You knew the right niggas or suck the right niggas dicks right. to host those parties. And, and I'm not maybe you did not. But I just living there for the majority of my life. I know how it goes. Y'all go out there. You rub the right elbows you jack the right dicks or whatever and the next thing you know you're hosting parties or whatever and i'm not judging nobody do whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying but i would say if you're gonna talk like this mm-hmm. i would like you to do it in a room with black girls in it it doesn't even have to be scotty beam it doesn't have to be karen civil because karen be civil has made <laughs> made it clear she don't give a fuck about you and it seems scotty's just ready to beat your ass <laughs> So maybe not them specifically. I would challenge you to speak this spicy in a room with black girls who don't, who you are not friends with Mm -hmm. and express yourself in this same way because niggas are not a lot of these niggas anyway, niggas who know you or niggas who just don't care about this type. Niggas who don't care about this type of shit are not going to hold you accountable for the things that they should. And one point where she like, before she even named the, the other women and she's just talking about the shirt incident, she said, like, you know, I posted that and like 10 minutes later, you know, my whole shit was fucked up and I knew that it was wrong and blah, 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 blah. And the nigga murder mood goes, but why though? Yeah. Like, like genuinely seemed like confused and they had to, like she and the other white man right. had to break down to him why people were offended. And he's like sitting there like, oh, I just, yeah, I, I just, don't understand. I, I don't get, what, what time was this? What? Not 1960? <laughs> Maybe a year or two ago? So he got a whiff of that white pussy. (laughs) He couldn't let it go. And this is the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, have this conversation, defend yourself, stand up for yourself, and talk this spicy in a room with some black women who are actually going to check you on your shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear you sitting next to some niggas who either know you or who are going to cape for you when you sound like a complete fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. Okay? People are not running with the narrative of you being racist. It's not wild to consider a white woman racist. A white woman who in 2017, 18, whenever it was, would post a shirt that says, niggas lie a lot and ask the internet should she wear it are you stupid like are you are you honestly like a dizzy ass bitch are you confused what's the what 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 are you losing again where this isn't the the charlie chaplin days Mm -hmm. like you you know what time it is you you know who you are you're aware of the fact that you're white you're probably so comfortable around niggas that you know who maybe are okay with you saying the word nigga or are okay with white people they friends with saying the Mm -hmm. word nigga and you got a little comfortable but you fully knew that that shit was stupid before you fucking tweeted it so somebody calling you racist is not running with the narrative okay (laughs) I know white people in hip hop alone male and female who would not have been so stupid as to post that shit who I have heard with my own ears 
ears say shit that would be deemed racist. Me, myself, in the city of Miami (laughs) and outside of it. So it's not crazy for somebody to come to the conclusion that you might be racist if you would do something so goddamn stupid. The culture (laughs) vulture statement, again... I don't know why you think, like, as far as I'm concerned, white people should always be in the passenger seat as far as, as hip-hop is concerned. Absolutely. Black people deserve to have mm-hmm. an, an area, an art, uh, a culture that is ours, that is led by us, especially the ones that we create. You've stolen so many, in music alone, so many so other many genres from it and run with it today and have people thinking that, it, like, still don't understand that black people created those things. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop... Apologies for people trying to preserve it in certain ways. But, girl, much like a car. You can come in the car. You can ride with us. Don't touch my AC. Don't touch my radio. Don't touch my windows. This is my car. Respect it. Mm -hmm. But you're welcome to ride along and have your little little seat in the car, too. I don't understand what's so confusing about that. But you running and telling, oh, I'm from Miami. I've been doing parties in Miami for five (laughs) years. So I'm just, you know, I've been doing etc. That don't mean nothing to anybody. You're still a white bitch who is posting a a shirt with niggas on it asking, can you wear that to a festival? The fuck, girl? Did your mama introduce you to Rakim? Like, what's your story? Because, right. again, I don't know who you are. And really, I don't give a fuck if your mama was best friends with LL Cool J, no. bitch. No. And you got baby pictures with that nigga, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, feeding right. you out a bottle. I don't give a fuck. You're still a Caucasian person. Well. You need to respect the fact of the fucking matter here. Stop trying to make excuses for you and then sit alongside some niggas that you know is going to bark everything that you want to fucking hear or with stuff that's going to support you. I just challenge you, yes, Jules, again, whoever you are, whatever it is that you claim that you do, to defend yourself in rooms of in a room with people who are going to actually challenge you. You need you a Gail King. <laughs> yes. Send a okay. room full of people who aren't attracted to you. You know what I'm saying? see how the conversation changes. I don't want you to do it, Crystal. I don't see why not. I don't even know her. I can be objective. Because I don't... <laughs> I would love to fight. I don't want to get mad. Let's just fight. <laughs> she ain't going to out-argue me. She ain't going to out-logic me. So come on, bitch. Come on. Because five it. years ain't shit. When I saw that on the table, she was like, I've been doing this for five years. I wanted to say, bitch, five years is nothing. Five years in a career... <laughs> is just getting out of entry level. <laughs> it means nothing to me. So the fact that you've been doing this for five years and apparently you done made friendly with enough dicks to get to the point where you host and rolling loud to me only reinforces what everybody else was saying about you, that you're a white girl with minimal amount of talent, mediocre overall, and yet your whiteness has placed you in a position of desirability to where people want to uplift you and put you in these positions that you not do not necessarily deserve or have earned. You cannot even be a part of the culture without showing your ignorant ass. So pardon people for calling you a vulture, racist, or any of these other titles that, quite frankly, just fit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But if you are going to try and defend yourself from those things, at least do it alongside people that are not making you look even stupider than you already Seems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you you very clearly need to sit down with somebody who was going to speak facts to you mm-hmm. and show you where you fucked up at. Yeah. You're not getting adequate help. Yeah. Stop 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 speaking sp- talking about I don't I don't need to have I'm not interested in having lunch at Louis Vuitton. I don't need to have a radio show every fucking day. Girl, if Louis Vuitton invited your ass to lunch or if one of these motherfuckers asked you to do a radio show every day, you would be hopping right on show top of it. They yes. don't because we don't give a fuck about you. We don't know who you are. <laughs> and your dumb white ass had the nerve to ask if you could wear a nigga's shirt. 
So don't be blaming no white girls for being, I mean, no black girls right. for being mad at you for no fuck ass reason. You did something stupid and racist and you got dragged accordingly. Well, next. <laughs> I really don't see why you decided to bring up Karen or or Scotty Beam. I really don't understand why that needs. I'm to not ha- I don't, don't want to host parties at I, I don't mean- at Louis Vuitton. <laughs> like, bitch, why? Why is what somebody you said you don't want to do what everybody else is doing? So why even bring their name? Like, of all, like everybody's calling you racist. It's not Karen Civil and Scotty Beam leading the charge against. Yes, Jules, th- that's not happening here. It's every fucking body like you just pulled two black women's names out your ass I don't even know anything that either one of them ever said about her all of the dragging that I know is just a general consensus every time niggas start talking about yes Jules I'm like god which white woman is this I don't what does she do like I have so many fucking questions you could have gave me extra guac and I wouldn't know it was your girl right like you no dead ass you could be the bitch at Chipotle telling everybody it's 249 for guac and I would not know no clue who you are so I just felt like that was utterly unnecessary I'm a Miami girl you better fix your lips to say where the fuck you actually from sis I'm tired of y'all coming out here and staying out on the beach or wherever the fuck for a couple of little years and all of a sudden you're a Miami girl stop lying I'm a Miami girl don't say it like you some Miami hood rat who grew up fighting and and ain't about to take no disrespect and you done put 20 years in the game and all <laughs> bitch you just got here this is like Veronica Vega ass crying because people say that she racist because she said that she could say nigga because she from Hialeah <laughs> it's like it? no, are y'all bitch. confused you like what you yeah. need help. You clearly need for somebody to, to like guide you in the direction where things are actually happening. Mm-hmm. And these niggas that you're surrounding yourself with clearly are not the ones to do it, sis. Right. So if you're going to be giving such a loud outcry, at least do it in the right places. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, don't no more you white people climb your motherfucking asses over no more animal barriers or any of these goddamn <laughs> wildlife preserves or zoos. That goddamn jaguar was minding her own fucking business. And here you come trying to get a whole bunch of likes on Instagram. That's why you're ass got tasted that was hilarious like what are you you lucky to be alive bitch i'm so glad bagheera said here you dumb <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> now i gotta whoop your ass <laughs> like, it must be done as soon as i heard about it i instantly was like well is the jaguar okay mm-hmm. i need to just make sure because y'all did anybody y'all, comfort her we went through this with harambe like i'm not and that was a small child. That was, right. That was an incredibly different situation. You're a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a small child. That was a toddler. And that was a, uh, uh, an animal that was hemming onto that child. Like, well, you just can't have him back. Right. But <laughs> here was this cat minding her own fucking business. Mm-hmm. And here your grown ass go, acting like you've never been to a zoo, don't know how animals were. Never read words. <laughs> like, like, you don't see the big ass sign saying to keep your ass out because these are wild fucking animals, bitch, and they'll tear your ass apart. Where? <laughs> Stupid bitch. You know, she did an interview afterwards talking about, it was my fault for, for going over the barrier, but I just feel like it shouldn't be that easy. Like, <laughs> she was like, I still feel like they should change some things. Bitch, Keep your big dumb ass out of the fucking exhibits. That's just that simple. It, I don't give a fuck it is about just your. That easy. Inst- I know that you did this for likes. And that's why I don't care. Well, you know, if it would have been a little bit harder for me to get over the fence, then, then maybe done it. it would have never happened. But if it was easy to get over the fence, a lot more people would be getting tagged by these fucking jaguars. So then it brings us back to you're the dummy bitch in this situation for not keeping your ass on this side of the goddamn gate. I just love that the zoo, the zoo was like, um, so look, 
Not the animal's fault. The bitches are dumb. So, like, <laughs> we're not, we're not killing down. our cat. No. She's great. Having the time of her life. But prayers up to her and her family or whatever, I guess. I lived. They forwarded that tweet to me. And I was like, okay, cool. Right. And I went right back to playing my video game or whatever I was doing. If you've been eating McDonald's every day of your life and then all of a sudden somebody slide a fat ass filet mignon right in front of your face. What are, are you, you not supposed do? to take a bite? What are you going to do? <laughs> are <laughs> like, you not supposed to? <laughs> this was fresh still bleeding heart beating meat that jaguar deserved that bitch is just lucky she got out and that's all i had for her right you're lucky you're you not are dead. just lucky that you are here and that's it that's all i got bitch keep because i mean i don't away. know how how you know those large cats work but i know a lot of the animals they go straight for the jug yeah just right and I saw and that's it. The, the fact that she was sliced open, you could see all of yeah, arm see fat and everything. I was shit. like, yo, sis. <laughs> she was not playing with that bitch. <laughs> like, Ain't nothing nice or friendly about Jaguars. Them niggas look mean. They look mean. Yes. They look like they'll kill you. What did you think was here minding my own business Girl. and you broke into my house? <laughs> my house. Now I gotta fuck you up. If a white woman was in your house, how would you react? What the fuck would you do? <laughs> That jaguar can just come into your motherfucking property and just be like, "You would shoot oh, a jaguar bitch, you ready for Game of Thrones? <laughs> come back, bitch! Turn it on! Like, what's your feelings about Sansa? No, you can't just come walk in my fucking house, jaguar. This my house. So it's the same way. They already in captivity. Hello. Give that nigga a fucking break. Leave her alone, Woo, bitch. Mess. So yes, I just had to get that off my chest as well. Um, I don't know what the fuck wrong with y'all. Some, some of y'all like, bitch. <laughs> Minding her own business and hear this bitch. Girl. And here, and I was so glad that the zoo said they was leaving that jaguar alone. Me she too. Deserved that bullshit. I legit don't know how I would have reacted if they would have used. They probably consoled her like, "I know you thought she was gonna get you some fresh ass meat. I'm so sorry. We couldn't just let you devour her. It would have traumatized some people." I know you wanted to, though. We're going to put a little Laris on the zebra tonight. <laughs> <laughs> to be frank, you deserved, but we couldn't let you. I'm so sorry. I know they did probably work her through that pain, too. I'm just, I know the little taste she got was probably so good. Y'all need to go get her something fresh from the jungle yeah. to make up for it. She don't deserve this. I feel bad for her. I, I deserve a gazelle, <laughs> and I demand a gazelle. <laughs> Oh, okay. Is well, that that's it? it. Yeah, I'm finished. All right. Well, let's move on to white drama. Ew, ew. So- Whatever happened to <laughs> Dick Ability? <laughs> the milkman, the, the paperboy. Paying for the SAT. <laughs> <laughs> so, if y'all don't know. Woo! 50, I'm pretty sure they're all white, 50 um, members of the elite. Yeah, I feel like if one of them won, we'd heard yeah. about it by now. Maybe. Yeah. 50 people were um, arrested, accused, well, I don't know if they were arrested, indicted, I think yeah. is the word. They probably all came and turned themselves in. A lot of them did. Um, but <clears throat> they all paid this man, um, I think his name is William... Is it Shipley, Shapley, William I something? Here in front of me I forgot. Um, but this man, uh, what am William I Rick about? Singer. William Singer. There mm-hmm. you go. William Singer ran um, a scam. A big one. <laughs> and uh, probably wouldn't wouldn't have got caught, you know, if it wasn't for the meddling kids. But <laughs> <laughs> what he basically did was sold spots into. Um, <sighs> Elite 
institutions, colleges, and universities to children who, quite frankly, did not earn them. At all. These are kids who are the um, sons and daughters of millionaires. Yep. Uh, CEOs, actors, you may know uh, Aunt Becky from Fresh Prince, yep. Old Girl from Desperate Housewives. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my bad. Full House. <laughs> That's what Felicity Huffman was on. Yeah, she was on Desperate Housewives. Okay. And something else that I can't think of. But Aunt Becky is uh, married to the nigga who created Massimo. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. I, did, I guess I just didn't even know she was married. I, I didn't know. know that until like, I was like, yo, Aunt Becky got today. all this money to pay for her kids to go to school. But then I realized mm-hmm. she married somebody who had like a long career and like a lot of money. And so. the daughter very clearly don't give a fuck about school. One of them looks like the daddy. The other one looks like the mama. The one who looks like her mama is a Olivia Jade. She's like a YouTube influencer. That's the one that don't give a fuck about school. Yeah, all that. She got on camera, on tape. And admitted like, Y'all it. know I'm here for football and partying. same the difference is my mama didn't spend half a million dollars for me to get into usc Mm -hmm. so these um these schools i don't think there are any ivy oh wait no i'm sorry yale stanford georgetown i think university of texas there's quite a few and the way they did it so so they had to be sneaky about it of course Mm -hmm. because most university officials are not going to put their careers and you know reputations on the line so that your below average student can come Mm -hmm. (sighs) there's so much here there's so many layers here but what i I think i really want to go is first to the links that these people went to to not only defraud institutions but to defraud their own children it is insane it is one family spent 6.5 6.5 million dollars to get their child into the school they wanted them to go to that is absolutely ridiculous it's nuts 6.5 million you could have launched several businesses <laughs> I'm like my nigga I just don't all this for a degree like it it's really wild what people will do for clout and I feel like we judge niggas a lot for doing stupid shit like you know you get your tax refunds and spend it on Jordans and a chain yeah, or whatever but white do. folks are out here spending millions to get their kids into a fucking school that them kids don't even want to go to one of these <laughs> one of these women told her son that he was taking a makeup uh, SAT at a different location meanwhile at the real SAT the person she hired to take the test is pretending to be him yep this most of the kids involved in this story did not know that their parents went to all this trouble to get them in they Which probably just thought fucked I'm rich and white of course I got into this school now your mammy about to go to prison <laughs> that's another thing a lot of these schools already favor um children of alumni legacy admissions are a thing uh the People who have generational wealth have gone to these Ivy League and other elite schools for a very long time. And it's like already easier for you to get in. It's Mm -hmm. already easier for you to get in. I mean, let's just stand in that. Then you add in the layer of you grew up rich. Yep. Meaning at all points throughout your life, you had everything you needed in order to succeed academically, socially, recreationally, whatever the fuck you wanted to do. At any point, tutors could have been hired for your dumb ass. Yep private school, private lessons, anything could have been done to help you get to a point where your ACT score is higher than a 22, which, my word, girl, like anything, your parents had every resource to pour into you to help you be better, test better, have better grades, be smarter, and you simply aren't. So I don't know if that's a lack of really giving a fuck on your part. I don't know if they didn't really care either because, you know, it was just all about the name and not really about the work. I'd say the easy way out is the American way. (laughs) 
So truly, they're just sticking to what we all know as a country. Honestly. Like, <laughs> like, just fucking. Scam this wasn't now. that heavy think of a gag if right. you think about it. Um. So yeah, Mr. Singer claimed to have helped. I think seven hundred over seven hundred families. Fuck on pay ice. their way into uh, different schools. Several of the accused have already posted bond. Aunt Becky had to post a million dollar bond, as did her husband. Um. What's I heard name? they went up to Felicity's house with guns. Oh, yeah. I heard they ran up on Felicity I like would. they ran up on Roger Stone. I'm like, well, goddamn. Go off then. And her bond was only a quarter million. But I think it's because Lori, Lori Lachlan, that's her name, Aunt mm-hmm. Becky, uh, she and her husband paid for two kids to get into yeah, US. Yeah, they did. Two kids who did not deserve. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Any one of these regular-ass students... Could have taken their ass right on down to Rancho Valley Community College, any number of state schools. Really, they don't even have to be in state schools. These kids could have probably very easily gotten accepted to state schools in other states. You could have gone so many places. However, you don't have an elite GPA. You don't have an elite course load. You don't have an elite ACT or SAT score. You don't have elite ultra ultra uh, extracurricular activities there's literally nothing about you that is exceptional you don't have the desire to go to school therefore and you don't even want to go that's that's evident based off your grades but (laughs) all of these things together tell me that where you don't need to be is a school for people who are elite now I don't really buy into the whole elite institution thing um, I think most studies will tell you that a degree is a degree and it really depends on what you major in. And then, you know, if you go to grad school and all that, as far as your income is going to be determined. But mm-hmm. this was about parents wanting to be able to brag on their kids, yeah. wanting to be able to say, my baby went to Yale, my child <clears throat> went to Georgetown, this, 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 blah, blah, blah. Bragging on kids who did not earn their way there. Meanwhile, what y'all are doing <laughs> is turning around and blaming black and brown children who get into school for taking your spot. Remember that white bitch in Texas? That's the first thing I thought of. Remember how she sued the University of Texas? Yeah. Talking about they they let in people who didn't deserve. University of Texas is one of these schools where somebody paid their way in. U- UT is a state school and yet somebody considered it elite enough to pay their child's way in and people like that young redheaded dumbass are still going around (laughs) blaming folks that look like us for taking spots when we have to actually work to get into school dive into facts and this is not even just like a people of color thing everybody who ain't rich yes. has to work to get into school we have to study bitch we have to actually go do ultracurricular activities our parents don't have the money to buy ski equipment and row equipment and photoshop our faces onto real athletes so that we can lie like we getting a fucking tennis scholarship or whatever the, the hell else bro. it was it's ridiculous just, it's crazy one of these girls one of the girls was in on it most of the students yeah. were but one of them was yeah. and I think she still is at Georgetown and may get kicked out of Georgetown. I hope so. And I think uh, CNN is saying now that I think a couple of the, the USC kids might get kicked out. I mean, it's just such an embarrassment for the institutions. I don't see why they wouldn't. A lot of, they just lied you know, through yeah. bribing the athletic director, bribing whichever coach to let this person pretend like they were a walk-on or whatever. And they'd be like, oh, it didn't work out. But at that point, you got your spot at school, so 
I mean, we're not going to kick you out because you're not on the team. So, you know, you're here now. And that's all that really fucking matters. Right. Fox News last year got so mad, went on a whole tirade, if you'll remember with me. Uh, we were constantly, it was like every week, oh, getting news of black children who fucking changed the world. Got accepted to 98 schools. He's received uh, $7.3 trillion in scholarship offers. And they sat there, sat they raggedy, bitter bitch asses up on Fox News yep. and made it seem like we were being ridiculous for celebrating our kids who have not just graduated from high school but have achieved something that not even the top of the white folks can do they really sat up there and acted like it was something wrong with us for celebrating all these kids who have succeeded despite all the odds despite everything stacked against them when in real life kids who have had absolutely the fuck nothing stacked against them have skated their way into these spots based off the fact that their parents have money and that is it and you know who that's taking spots away from your regular white ass who busted your ass to get into school. People who worked hard, not even just necessarily black kids or or brown kids or Asian kids or whatever the hell else. People who fucking worked for it. Bitch, you didn't. Your mama wrote a check. Your people made charitable donations to the college um, that got funneled through different ways so that it didn't seem like what it blatantly was, which was them paying your way into this fucking school. So I just want to say, I'm honestly... I'm not even mad necessarily that they I'm not even really mad that they did it. I'm not because I don't expect Americans to do the right thing when faced with the opportunity to do what they want to do. I'm truly not. Mm -hmm. I'm mad at the I'm mad at the system that exists to where loopholes like this are real. And it just reinforces the idea, the fact, the reality mm-hmm. of two Americas. It's two Americas when it comes to college admission. It's two Americas in the justice system. Yep. It's two Americas in all of our workplaces. It's two Americas just going out on daily life. Yep. It's, it's two different ways that you're going to be treated based off whether you fall into the dominant or the privileged class in yeah. whatever conversation we're having. Absolutely. And when you are rich, rich and white and cisgender and able-bodied and heterosexual and every fucking thing else you have nothing going against you ever so when you run into a small roadblock like my child got an 18 on the act how am i gonna get her into yale all you got to do is find a couple million dollars and that problem goes away. It's like I have a real problem with the fact that our society is set up to work like that. And the fact that y'all want to act like it's not. And yet we all know this happens. Anybody who has set foot on a college campus knows that there is that one kid or maybe several that is constantly saying something that's not just stupid. It's like, girl, did you, we all came from high school. Did you? Like, yeah. I feel like we all had to go to high school first. Yeah. I'm not sure that you did. And you're like, I have a sneaking suspicion that your mom and daddy went here, your grandparents went here, something in the Oval is named after your auntie or mm-hmm. something. Some some cash had to change hands for you to end up on this campus with me. Because something about this don't seem right otherwise. I mean, it's all over the place. I just really, I want white racists to remember this the next time they accuse a black girl of stealing all the scholarship offers as if she can actually claim all of them right you know these are none of your kids go you know these are specific to the institution meaning i may have 
six million dollars in scholarship offers. However, I will not receive six million dollars yeah. because I can only go to one school. Yep. <laughs> That's how that works, girl. It's not it's not some come up. It's not some payout. There are real kids out here who are busting they asses for the scores that they have working extra hard working harder than your rich ass privileged children could honestly ever even hope to even work. think about helping to pay bills at home helping their parents um with schoolwork or college applications or whatever the fuck else watching figuring out how to siblings get themselves to go to the you know get to school every day yeah. because maybe their parent can't afford them to get you know travel to go to the school that they're trying to go to like there are just so many kids who have to like yes. like the normal for them is going twice the extra mile mm-hmm. for them to be in these similar situations and like like you were saying it reminded me of this girl the other day Kayla Willis who got like accepted like 30 different schools and they had like these students photos and like like I guess there were little papers or little I don't know what they were underneath everyone's photos that like represent the different schools that they got oh I saw that yeah and when I first saw that girl's photo because she's like sitting next to all these other students many of them have one underneath their photo or a couple and she's got 30 (laughs) and she was like I saw the tweet initially said something along the lines of like I wasn't gonna post this you know whatever but people tell me that it's like a big accomplishment and I should be proud of it or whatever and next thing you know she's on because of them we can and she's all over the place and all this other stuff it's like that girl bust her motherfucking ass to, to you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to be in that position yeah. and feel might feel like awkward to even share the news while Aunt Becky out here and the rest of these white folk just yeah. paying for their dumb ass kids to get into these schools and they be the same ones that go in end up in you know this firm or mm-hmm. working for that person or whatever have control over all this other stuff that's going on in the world and you dumb as rice mm-hmm. and you didn't even deserve the fucking degree that you did have yeah. but white privilege I said honey when I, when I saw this this story at first I said child white people this is the time for you to be God fearing because girl <laughs> a whole bunch of your old no. scams they're coming out to light bitches the girls are they're, they're having to stand in yeah. shit that's been going on forever this type of shit ain't no, and nothing new this is one man's like yeah organization or whatever or network this is happening probably at every school probably at every school that is even a little bit notable absolutely because I just I wish I could get my hopes up but I have a feeling zero percent of y'all are gonna see any prison time I know that these charges it depends uh some of the people are facing like up to five years for the shit that they've done but I already know y'all gonna pay a fine and completely avoid jail and you will go right on about your rich ass lives you may be a little bit embarrassed on social circle might be talking about you whispering behind your back but you are not really going to suffer for this housewife real housewives problems yeah Exactly. Very real much next season of pro- Beverly Hills. Nobody we have, cares. Meanwhile, the rest of us have real issues. While y'all have half a million dollars to spend on two dumbass girls who don't even want to fucking go to college and who are probably only going to go to college to find a husband any fucking way. There are people out here who could use that $500,000, several students who could use that $500,000 to just get through school. Yep. We would just like to go to school. And finish and be able to afford it. And Meanwhile, you have so much money that you can waste it 
Yep. Um, these girls getting into a school just so you can say they went to that school. Girl, they can literally not go to school as they y'all. would like for things to be anyway, and they will still come out on the other side of things completely fine. Yeah, because y'all are rich, you have access to everything, and you go make sure that these spoiled ass motherfuckers have everything that they could ever want. Mm-hmm. So like, and your spoiled ass racist ass kids get on campus and say dumb shit to the one black girl in class. Like, so how'd you get in? So, like, affirmative actions, like, that, like that's a thing, huh? Studied and did my homework. How about you, sis? Mm, oh, yeah. Affirmative. I worked my ass off. And, yes, I took that action to get my ass into school. And, and you? Oh, your mama wrote a check? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you just... Oh, okay. So you just skated your ass right on in here, and you're going to act like I if you took were one somebody's of the college spot. students who was dealing with that from for one or several white bitches on campus, and then all of a sudden mm. you find out that their mom has on trial or their okay. daddy. Oh, Patrick, can you imagine? I'm lighting your Instagram. It'll be a cold <laughs> day in the yard for you, oh, bitch. bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm everyone, oh, as soon as I see you on campus, I'm flaming. The one. Uh, Olivia Jade was on a yacht in Mexico when all this happened, you guys. Of course. She had to cut her spring break short because all of this stuff came out and her <laughs> mom and dad are like super embarrassed. You know, the person she was, the yacht she was on is owned by the person who is the chair of the board at USC. Shocker. Isn't that just so She also has like an incredible. Uh, her Instagram page. She's always selling the fact that she's a student. Like, Oh yeah, her videos are like, College makeup, college whatever. Blah, All of that blah. stuff. She's very much a hashtag influencer. Yeah. If her mama wasn't so whack, no shade, she would be a lot bigger. But she's already got like over a million followers on all these different platforms. She said that she was in Fiji the day after school started. Yeah, because she don't give a fuck about class. What do class mean? You know what kids who have to bust their ass go to school to do? Bust their ass some more so that they can graduate and use that degree to better themselves, to hopefully make some more money. And still struggle against your asses to get a job. Not to mention, usually have to go back and help family and friends who didn't go to college or don't have that kind of money because of the black tax. We're, we're broke. Our people are broke. So if you are lucky enough to make it, you usually are going to have a lower net worth than other people in a similar in a similar field of a different race because they don't have to go back and you know slide their mama a hundred thousand dollars or what the, what the fuck ever you know they don't have to take care of other people everybody around them has money it's like all of this is just so fucking privileged and yet y'all want to come after the few kids of color who make it into these quote elite spaces bitch fuck you every last one of those black brown asian everything else kids worked hell of a lot harder than little Miss Olivia Jade could ever dream of working in order to get where they are and the work has only just begun meanwhile what's this bitch gonna do leave USC and go right back to making videos on YouTube and selling shit on Instagram and being rich her daddy's fucking Massimo (laughs) she ain't even gotta work she don't even care about this all she gotta do is find somebody else rich and get married like girl (sighs) fuck y'all and as we were talking about with Sierra being rich and having access girl (laughs) Her millionaire is right around. Yeah, the of course. If she already got one, 
it's going to be like, oh, well, I didn't even know that this happened. Although, sis, you know you dumb. You know you, you know you ain't just get into USC. That girl who scammed her way into Georgetown, mm-hmm. you got to read the details on that bitch because it was something the fuck else. Like, I read about it. Fully in on the photoshopping, pretending like you are some tennis champion when you never actually played, have never been in any tournaments or like, anything what else. The fuck? Like, it's just, it's really astounding what y'all, what these hoes will do for clout. It's astounding what y'all will do in order to brag to other people who don't really care about something that don't really matter. And that's it. Fuck y'all. Well, girls, <clears throat> that wraps up another episode of this show to read. It sure does. Don't forget to check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And don't forget to go check out Grasshopper. Knowing how to code is so essential in today's job market. But if you don't know where to start, Grasshopper is for you. It's the coding app for beginners built by Google engineers and totally free. They've got fun five-minute puzzles to help you learn. So go to grasshopper.codes read to download and get started today uh do we have any news this week um i don't think that we have any news this week but um yeah thanks for listening oh i also wanted to say i saw that video of aoki lee talking about her um that student at school that was bullying her and saying the oh, word nigga this. you just see oh, kamora's daughter God, on instagram no what Apparently he says the word nigga all the time. He fucks with her. She's she said she's just trying to go to Yale, honey. She's trying to get her work done. Mm. Like, bitch, right there. But anyways, I mentioned that to say, um, baby girl, we pull up. Where is he at? Right. I saw your mama said that they were going down to the school. Great start, but we pull up. What's the tea? Yeah. Where is he at? We want to. We just want to talk to him. Trolling you for the fucking fun of it. Let's just go. Fuck it. Let's just go bash his goddamn head in. What's his at? Yeah. Tell us where he's at. Okay, because we pull up to the things. Other than that, you know. Um, oh, we'll be at the Roots Picnic in June. Oh, yes, that's right. We will so, be yeah. at the Roots Picnic Tickets in June. At, uh, I'm guessing rootspicnic.com. Let me pull it up real quick. You no, know, slide over to Questlove's page. Oh, yes. Slide and, on um, over. Find the adequate link. But yeah, yeah they've we'll got a there. podcast stage this year and we'll be there. So if you guys are coming Saturday, June 1st, we will see you there. I really want to see her and uh, Raphael Sadiq. Yes. Tank and the Bangas. Bitch, really I cannot wait. Ari too. Lennox. Uh, Black Thought. It's going to be, you know, some of these people are very like, ooh, girl, what? But some of them are great. So we'll see y'all at the Roots Picnic. Uh, anything else? No. no. Okay. <laughs> nope, nothing else. Well, um, go see Captain Marvel. Oh, my God. And everybody have a great week. Us is in theaters on March 22nd. Oh, this sh- isn't a plug. It's just pretty fucking good. So you should go and watch it. Yeah, it's a little scary. There's blood and things, but it's a great performance, and black people deserve this kind of spotlight in the genre. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.